All right, hello, welcome to Adventures in Lollygagging and Friends. Uh, we're here tonight playing Monster of the Week, continuing our Family Splatters campaign. Uh, as you can see, if you didn't hear the announcement last Monday, uh, we are down Jeremy because he uh, he's a he's a diva, and we just can't take his bullshit anymore. So, in place of Jeremy <laughs> on the overlay, I have put Grandma Muriel in all her beauty and glory, uh, and maybe, maybe. If Jeremy makes uh, enough mea, mea culpas, we'll allow him back on the street. But probably not. I don't think so. I think hmm. I think he's been just. I think he's been just sort of coasting along too too long now. <laughs> you know, a little yeah. too much. A little too Someone's much. Someone's gonna take him down a little. I think so. He's a little big for his britches. Yeah. Everybody likes him. Yeah, that's what he thinks. He's like, oh, everybody likes me. This stream's gonna fall. Are you guys sure you're gonna play without me? That's what he said to me. He sent me a message. He's like, you guys sure you can do a stream without me? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> mm -hmm. And you we say all these things because he's going to listen to YouTube. He is. He's totally going to listen to this. Hey, Jeremy. <laughs> What's up? Hey, Jeremy. <laughs> so, but uh, no, uh, we should have Jeremy back for the next uh, next Monster of the Week session. Uh, so, and we will, at that point, I believe we'll be starting up. I shouldn't say this, but we'll be starting up a new one. Uh, starting up a new scenario because I'm. we're going to finish this one tonight because this is part two. Of it the might finish episode. us tonight. That's that's fair. That's certainly possible. <laughs> certainly possible. So if you if you guys didn't, I was, I was mentioning this to to the them on Zoom before. But for those of you watching, if you don't remember Jeremy's character Corbin, uh, was, who's you know Adam's Caleb's brother, uh, he uh, he had a, a bit of his magic kind of go sideways, and he started honking like a chupacabra. And so uh, that's just assume that's what his character is doing throughout the next two hours. He's just wandering around the background, trying to communicate with people, but unable to. So, all right. So why don't we go ahead, let's introduce some characters, do a little summary, and then we'll get back into it. So, Chuck, tell us about Phil Theodore. Uh, hey there, everyone. I'm Phil. Nicest guy you'll ever meet. Uh, older brother of Donna. Uh, I got a new pair of uh, what is it, New Balance sneakers. And, uh, yeah, I'm just happy to be here, everyone. Nice, nice. Uh, F uh, Phil is a, is the mundane playbook, uh, as mm -hmm. well, which is why we have golf courts in the <laughs> back of Chuck's. <laughs> so stupid. One week you're, one week you're playing a, a disembodied head and the next week you got a golf course at the back. Oh, that's good. Range. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Next up, we've got Bert. Uh, Bert, tell us who you're playing. Uh, well, I go by Anton uh, Antoni. I dropped the I because it sounds uh, a little bit too uh, old, old country, old world, uh, and I'm trying to fit in here. Uh, I'm probably the old man of the group. Uh, I like my clothing a few decades out of date. Uh, I'm presently wearing a, a straw boater and uh, polyester, you know. Yeah. I like yeah, polyester. Fair it's a, it's a fair wonderful enough. fabric. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, we uh we just watched this weekend. We just uh, marathon the uh, the fall of the house of usher. Oh, okay. Fall, yeah, okay. and there's uh there's some of the flashbacks are from 1980 or 1979, and so like you can see some of these suits. I'm like, yep, that's what Anton looks like right there. Exactly. That's what Anton's wearing. <laughs> nice. Yep. Ashley and I are finishing um, that after the stream tonight. Nice. I'm officially a gumshoe, but I also like to think of myself as more of a truth reporter out there. No. Sure. 
Sure. Fair yeah. enough. If if we survive this, I will have, of course have to put this to uh out on uh on the the net or the BBSs. Mm-hmm. 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 All right. Uh and I think you made a you made a, a friend of a of a vagabond behind a, a diner uh last time around. And the two of you uh, commiserated about the aliens uh that are in the area and taking over and all that kind of stuff. So officially nope. can taken over. It's it's taken over. That's that's true. It, yeah, already it's there. already happened. Already yeah, there. it's already happened. So, that's why you, that's why the ten foil hats don't work anymore. They're already sure. you, in power. They don't they don't need to control your minds. They control everything else. Were you a fan of V uh back in the day? The old V? <laughs> yes. God, I love V. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. All right. Next up, Melissa, tell us about Donna Theodore. Uh, yeah, so Donna Theodore is, uh, as mentioned, younger sister to Phil Theodore, uh, granddaughter of uh, deceased Grandma Muriel. Um, she kind of took this up as, uh, so she is the wronged playbook. So she's all about this. Uh, she went to, you know, REI or Cabela's or one of those places and is looks geared up head to toe like she doesn't quite fit in doing these things but this is what she's doing and we learned the last session that she is a bit of a karen apparently um she did not make friends at the diner as she uh, asked for a strawberry milkshake so that one would be made with fresh strawberries and that did not go over well with the waitress in the diner that's true uh that's i'm sure i wrote it down uh so you now have a uh, there's gonna be a vendetta from that waitress <laughs> is going to hunt you down for the next that's what it is it's going to turn out you're going to find her at the very end she's going to pull the mask off and it's going to be Dr. Krepleskel, uh underneath it and that's uh, he was right there he was in your grasp uh, and then finally Adam tell us about Caleb Redding <laughs> what he said uh, tell us about <laughs> tell us about yourself Caleb uh my name's Caleb. Cool. Good, good talk. Uh, brothers with Corbin. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, man. Like, uh, tells me to do shit. I do it. And I get it done. But, uh, yeah, man. Uh, I got family here. Sometimes we come across people they tell me not to eat them um yeah sure yeah all that's accurate everything was very accurate okay <laughs> fantastic uh all right so that's gonna be interesting because corbin's not here to tell you what to do because every time he talks he just goes Rawr! or something like that so oh, oh i'll get i'll get right on it <laughs> okay. You just have to inter- you just have to interpret whatever it is that he was trying to tell you. Yeah. We're just going to find you in a car, just honking the horn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, That's what you wanted, up. right? You wanted to bring him to us? <laughs> well, you guys left to come outside be. down the street. So oh, it's not there anymore. Gotta it's been walk. stolen. Yeah. A ways down the road. The Chupacabras have stolen it, and they're now joyriding all the way. All the way down. That's my truck. You get back here with that. Donna's not having this. Sorry. Wait. Yeah, we've heard how long it. We've... it. How long has it been since I've eaten the people? The, the dead people? people? 
uh, that was on the road. Not long. Yeah. We're picking up pretty much right as three started. So like an hour at most, I would say something as oh. long. Yeah. Okay. Well, I've got a, a rule I made up last time. That's like, if I've had human flesh, I'll be a little bit more cognizant. So yeah, we'll do that. Right. Yeah. All right. Well, let's, let's get going then. So, we started up with the family, you all, uh, having received word from your grandmother Muriel's former lover, Jesse Chavez, uh, who was in a desert town called uh, Mountain Willow, we'll say New Mexico. Uh, and the message was about a week old, but he mentioned having a lead on Dr. C, Dr. Crepiscal, Puscal, Crepuscular, something like that, who everyone presumes is responsible for the death of Grandma Muriel. And that was enough to kind of basically lure you all into the investigation. And so you stop at a diner, as has been mentioned, uh, along a main highway. And that's where you learned about these dead travelers that had been found over the past couple of weeks that were completely drained of blood. Uh, and you also spoke, as I mentioned about with Anton, to uh, a vagrant who believed that aliens uh, were responsible. Uh, then you, you kind of got directions or sort of toward it to where Mountain Willow was because it was a small town up in the mountains, kind of away from the main strip there, the main highway. And, uh, that's when you discovered, uh, more bodies on the road. Everything was extremely dark. You've been driving for a while. You hadn't seen anything. And as you investigated and looked at the bodies, you learned uh, that they too had been drained of their blood. And they also had these three, uh, triangular puncture marks on various parts of their body. Uh, and they carried identification that put them or pegged them as inhabitants of the town of Mountain Willow. Specifically, there's a deputy, Harry R. Truman, not to be confused with Harry S. Truman, uh, Bobby Smith, because I couldn't think of a better name, and Sherilyn uh, Fenn, because I started pulling up names uh, from various movies that I know. Uh, so then uh, Corbin cut off a finger, decided to make it into a magical compass, and that directed you all to the downtown area uh, of Mountain Willow. And when you arrive, you, it was basically like vacant. There were bodies on the ground. No one was out. No one was active. And then all these bestial chupacabra like creatures started to attack you. And they had these tri fangs in their mouths and they had this ability to communicate with one another, with this weird kind of bark, bark, yelp goose thing. Uh, and you fought off a round of them. Uh, but then they called for reinforcements, more waves started to show up and you retreated into a place called the Monumental, which is a movie theater, this old fashioned movie theater in, you know, in downtown, uh, there you saw that there were a couple, there were some folks, not a couple, quite a few folks that had gathered there awaiting rescue. You spoke with the mayor, uh, Liv Blackwell. You spoke with, uh, Dr. Richard Weed, uh, the mayor was, was had said that they had sent people out to get help. Uh, and that was the people that you found on the road. Uh, and then, uh, then some, some, some talk started to come up about maybe the chupacabras slash aliens, whatever they were, uh, were coming down from the mountains and Dr. Richard weed has an observatory up in the mountains. And there was a conversation about whether or not that might be a place to visit. He was kind of being a little cagey about taking you guys in there. Cause he thought you would break all of his expensive equipment and he just got the grant money. Uh, so he didn't really want to take you there. Uh, and as we already mentioned, Corbin's still here, but just assume he's always honking and cannot communicate. So we'll pick up, uh, basically right then, right there. We are, we are shortly after Caleb just ate a really old hot dog. Uh, we've got, we're in the middle of this, uh, this movie theater. Uh, all the lights are on for the most part. 
and there's dozens of people here from the town. Uh, we can see the mayor is still here. We can see there's a, uh, an older woman who is just in broad daylight, or not broad daylight, but in, right there in the middle of the, the room, just, just lit up. Roach is just smoking away, tie-dye shirt. And then we've got the mayor as well. Uh, so I'll turn it over to you guys. What is it that is your, what's your plan? What do you guys want to do? They might want to put some new hot dogs in the rotisserie. I don't think y'all could eat them. I, I, yep. Yeah. Still good on that. diner food. Still doing okay. That pie was good. Right. The milkshake was delicious. Service could have been better. We did tip well, though. We did. So we need to go up to the observatory, but it's not safe to go outside right now until we clear the street, right? That's my understanding, yeah. So the mayor is nearby. Uh, she's probably still kind of in the conversation. Dr. Weed has been in the conversation. So the mayor will be like, well, if y'all are looking to get up to the observatory, uh, and they had they had agreed. So Dr. Weed in the mayor did kind of agree to go with you guys, um, at least up the mountain. He just didn't want to bring you into the observatory. They would help you kind of go up the mountains to where like they saw or whatever. But the mayor would say, well, it's um, it's kind of, yeah, it's a little bit uh, concerning out there. That's for sure. Uh, I, I, I don't know. Honestly, you've been outside more than we have. So the state of the town and its surroundings, you probably know more than we do. But uh, if you're looking for a way up to the observatory, you could try the road. Oh, well, well. and then the, the Dr. Weed steps and he's like, well, I don't know about that. Because last time, don't forget that they, they tried to, them fellas tried to blow up the bridge there. And so there's that deep old ravine that the bridge goes over. And then they tried to blow up it. And then I don't know if they can get them get themselves a, a car across and then they start talking for a bit back and forth like well there's always they can go they can go over to campgrounds maybe get one of them atvs or dirt boxes stuff and kind of go up the old-fashioned way uh that kind of thing so there's some options go but ATVs. you all are the monster hunters i am absolutely in favor of an atv i mean it's next uh next best thing to a jet ski uh, is that, I'm sorry. One of those golf cart things? Well, he said ATV. I mean, I guess well, depending on it. the brand and the make. Well, well, over by Zeno Trails, four wheelers or three wheelers. They're four wheelers, and then there's yeah. uh and then there, and this is the mayor talking to you. Uh, and then there's the uh, so over by Zeno Trails, where the campgrounds are and everything. There's a small little, uh, little, little, little. Little shop there that rents out dirt bikes, ATVs for folks who want to kind of go, you know, exploring around. Doesn't want to stick to all the the hiking trails and things like that. So it's always. I'm not sure, you know, if the place is locked or what state it's in. We haven't been out to the campgrounds, well, since it all kind of happened. To be honest, I'm not really sure if uh, looking around. I, I, honestly, I recognize all the faces in the movie theater, and most of the folks over at the campgrounds are. Well, they're out of towners and they get their little trailers and such set up and they go they go out into the mountains looking for you know for for aliens coming down from the sky saucers and sightings and, and in some cases maybe a, a little abduction or two uh, but 
Yeah, I recognize everyone in here. We have a head count going and everything. So it's... I don't know if they made it out or not. I just needed to follow up with one thing that you said. Did, did you say that the, the road or the bridge might have been taken out last time? Did, did I did I hear that oh, right? Oh, Was there then, a last time? Well, no, no. I, what I'm what I'm saying is, and now the the doc, Dr. Weed steps up. He's, you know, again, he's just kind of a skinny, short guy, receding hair in his 30s. And he's like, oh, no, no. What I was saying is that when they first started coming down, you know, and it became clear that we were getting invaded. When it became clear that we were getting invaded, uh, we made sure to, uh, we tried to kind of cover uh, cover the track. So a couple a couple of the town boys thought it would be a good idea if they if they take out the bridge, well, then the 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 creatures uh, couldn't make it across the bridge and stuff. And they're stupid because there's plenty of other ways down the mountain. That's not the point. I'm just telling, I'm just trying to tell them what happened is all. I see. I see. Okay. I understand now. Well, we need to get up. Campground has vehicles to get up. Yeah. I say we campground it out. I'm right. Did you, did y'all say you were missing somebody? Well, we're, we need to. We're, we're missing a lot of people, sir. Uh, there's probably about only a quarter of our population is still. Oh, I thought you were here. talking about someone specific, though. All right. No, I mean, I mean, we, there's, yeah, there's some folks missing. That's sure. Like, but there's a lot of folks missing, you know. All right. So we'll keep a lookout for survivors. Then, yeah. As I look to yeah. Theodore's. I think that's a great idea. Okay. Well, yeah. I can, I can come along with you. I know. I know this town surrounds better than anybody. Been here my whole life. And she's like, you know, you look at her, she's like super sunburned. She's got like blonde hair that's kind of got the little streaks of, of, of white in it here and there. Uh, you can, and, and she's like, she's like, I can come with you. I can try to show you all down there. And yeah, and I, 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 can, I can show you around a bit too. I can show you. And so like both Dr. Weed and the mayor are like willing to come with you if you want them to come with you. Well... Um, I appreciate. How, how oh, safe are you here? Oh well, as long as we stay in the theater, we get all the entrances covered. Uh, we've got some some of the windows, and there's not that many of them because it's a theater. We got them boarded up, and uh, we're running out of food. Uh, but uh, I mean, we've got a handful of guns and. They don't really seem to like it running through all the bullets if we fire at them. So I think we can kind of hold out here for a little while longer. But we're getting hungry and we got some hurt folk. So time is running thin. So is it that you can't make it out to the concession stand to prepare anymore? Or is it that, that it's out? No, we, we've gone through most of the food there, all right. um, Mr... Redding. You feel you, you okay? Caleb, you Redding. don't you don't look too good. You, you uh I just had one of those hot dogs. Yeah, but you didn't look so good before you ate the hot dog. He, yeah, he just doesn't he get out in the sun a lot. Yeah. So uh, it it was nocturnal. Seen... Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I worked night shift. Mm. <laughs> I did that a lot when I was younger too. I, I hear that 
respect yeah. respect for you though. It's a it's a tough game. I work in a mailing room. Well, uh, Mr. What was your name again? I'm afraid. I, I Redding. Just Redding. Mr. Caleb Redding. Mr. Caleb Redding. You work in a mailroom, yet yeah. you're in my tiny town as a monster we're, hunter. We're on vacation. All right. We got the... You didn't tell them we're on vacation, folks? I did not. N- no. Uh, um, and so I, I'm thinking maybe the mayor... Like, it sounds like you're the mayor, people look up to you, so maybe you should stay here with the people that look up to you, and then maybe we can take the doctor with us and kind of, uh, I would not want both of you to be with us because this is kind of a dangerous thing to go off and do, so, like, someone should stay here and maybe someone could come with, but. I think that's fair. Also, we go through the campgrounds. You know, all them campers, they're going to have coolers loaded full of hot dogs, hamburgers, uh, we could bring some of that back. Make sure y'all got some food too. Good yeah. old Fourth of July. That would be tailgating party. Just that, inside. That, that would be that would be wonderful. Though we we do have a no fireworks policy on account. You know we don't want to forest fire. Act. Yeah. Oh no oh. no we don't we don't want the fireworks to go up and hit any of the passing alien craft that oh. come and go. We don't want to call. Cause like a like an intergalactic incident by accidentally taking one of them out of the sky. You see, you know, that's absolutely fair. I was about to judge you, but then, then I remembered. Last thing we did is fought a shoe store. So, you that is good thinking. That is smart thinking too. You know, no, no telling how they could interpret that. You fought a shoe store, and you never know what species of alien was, you hit. I mean, if you hit the yeah. wrong one. Mm-hmm. And if, if something does happen, that would be like an intergalactic thing. Uh, you'd want to make sure that they stay planetary, because if they're no longer planetary, it's intergalactic. And Donna's uh-huh. just sort of spinning her knife mm-hmm. around, and she's just sort of like kind of flipping it in her hand. We're Mayor, stay, Doc, go. Yep. Yes. She's just like flipping her knife. Uh, well, okay. Yeah. I, I don't know the 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 layout of everything as well as the mayor does, but I've been here. I, I know it well enough, and I know it better than you all. I'd be more than happy to help. Absolutely. Okay. Sweet. As long Let's as go. we're not going to actually go inside the... I don't want to break any of the equipment, right? We're not going to do that. I can take you up, and we can look around the ridges and all that kind of stuff, right? Absolutely. Okay, fantastic. I'm glad to hear it. Okay, I'm ready when you are. Ready. Okay. <laughs> okay. Just impatiently flipping Talk, <laughs> talking about the talking about the ridges and all. Uh, what, what's your name? I wasn't Wait. paying attention. Yeah, Doctor. Doctor Richard Weed. Doctor Richard Weed. Yeah. All right. Sweet. Let's go, Doc Thank Weed. Thank you. I'm sorry. Doc. Oh, I I thought you said something else. Okay, yeah, I, no, okay. No. Y'all going to protect me and such. I'm not much one for fighting. And he's like kind of putting his own little like hiking backpack. I'm not really much one for fighting. I got like flares and things if we need. That's, that's just fantastic. All right. So you guys, so he can, he can kind of 
direct you to their campground site, which is called Zeno Trails. Uh, Zeno Trails Camping, whatever. Uh, and around there, you know, there's all sorts of stuff. So the question I guess I just want to kind of throw to you guys is when you when you peek out into the road uh, outside the Monumental on the main street, you don't you, you can see shadows up on the roof. Now, it's still nighttime, uh, but there's a handful. There's not a ton of lights, but there's enough in like the immediate area to cast some some light here and there. But you can see that there's some shadows up on the roof. You can see some down the alleyway you can get the sense that they're still kind of lingering around so it, did we go up a hill to get here like is this up a hill a uh bit? it can be sure we were running up that hill <laughs> sorry brother what were you gonna say no i i thought it was up a hill as well yeah sure up the hill. hill went further up maybe we gotta we go can... farther up find uh if films this is a movie theater right so like maybe mm -hmm. i'm thinking something round that'll go rolling down the hill and get them to go chasing oh. the thing rolling down the hill and we go up the hill we could do that okay uh you i mean if you're looking for something round i guess you can ro do, do a little investigate roll i guess you know see if you can find something that might work well for you don sharp okay. did the projector still work could we project like a moving image on a, a wall of a a, a a nearby house and maybe that motion will attract them well we could uh we don't have a ton uh a ton of juice left for the generators but we could do that for a little while if, if, if that if that is if that is that the, if that's the plan or we could stop at a gas station and get more fuel we got any empty tanks no, no, I don't think we do. I mean, well, we have, well, we have like little ones and such, you know, like that you carry yeah. along. Those kind. I'm gonna go over to the concession stand area. Uh, the popcorn maker is it like mm -hmm. a built-in counter unit, or is it one of those ones that's like a little cart that you can, you know, with the red trimming on it and the yellow handle. I have Which no idea what you're talking. There's a there's a there's a popcorn cart. Yes. Oh yeah. Like See. A, okay. I, I knew some what you're of them are stationary. About. Some of them have casters on them. Okay. How about okay. that? <laughs> well, which one do you want, Chuck? I want the casters. And like, then, if we're looking for something round, we just push this out the front door. Well, Donna, how did you do on your roll, by the way? <laughs> I rolled two sixes, so it's an 11 total because I have a plus so one. On I will say that there is most certainly a on wheels, on casters, popcorn cart, whatever it is nice. you want. Yeah. That is there. I feel like Donna was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to go like upstairs. I'm going to find like the canisters that the filmer in. And it feels like or that thing right there as wheels mm -hmm. <laughs> just point to the popcorn <laughs> just a thought <laughs> no no you're right you're right that's that's that will make a bigger noise and it will also go down the hill okay so you uh so i i hear two plans i hear plan one is to the, the popcorn stuff plan two is to use mm -hmm. the projectors to project a movie like out a window onto a wall or something is that what i'm hearing i mean yeah. Okay. And then once you once you see them going, 
uh, is when you is when you actually start trying to like run off and, and like when once you feel like you've got them distracted. I think this sounds like pretty damn good. Uh, why don't let's say since there's sort of two things going on, I'll have somebody roll an act under pressure for the group. Take a plus one because there's multiple plans going on and like so whoever's kind of coordinating the time into this uh whoever whoever we think that would be just roll that act under pressure that cool anton are you or i can do that uh act under pressure you say yeah you said take a plus one yeah just take a plus one because we've got two different plans kind of moving here yeah i didn't do the plus one in there but you still did pretty damn well yeah. though yeah, fantastic. So 13. on Wow. You may choose to either do what you wanted in something extra or do what you wanted to absolute perfection. So the plan, so what mm. you wanted to do was to cast uh you wanted to cast this projection onto a wall outside to cause some some visual distraction, and then you wanted to have this popcorn maker roll down the hill, pop, pop, popping away. So I think I want it executed to perfection and that it distracts all of them. Oh, that's, okay. That's the Absolutely. Option. You guys watch as the light across the street on the side of what looks like a hardware store. Uh, the wall just pops up and you can see that there's a movie. It's like a di- it's die hard. Just die hard pops up and you can just see everything is kind of being thrown onto the screen. And you can see a few of these shadows leap off the wall and go after Bruce Willis's uh, big face and they smash right into the wall and kind of fall down and you hear them and then suddenly we hear and that's when the popcorn maker starts going down and then they start chasing after it and then a few others pop out you know they they crash out of these other buildings nearby and then you see that there's probably about eight or nine of them in total that are just chasing the popcorn cart all the way down the hill until they can't really hear them anymore and you have you have free and open rain. You could you could get the hell out of here and run to Xeno Trails. And we do. Let's do it. We do. Okay. Fantastic. So you get old. Uh, you get well, not old, but you get the uh, the doc with you, and he's just like, "Oh, that's just really clever. That's just whoa!" And then he starts running along with you. Uh, and as you're running through, he kind of points this way, like, okay, go this way. No, make a left. No, no, your other left. And, and this way. Okay. Now I got to come this. And then, oh dear. Okay. And then finally, after a, probably about a 10 to 15 minute run in which you kind of cross over the downtown area. And then you, then you take like a, like a side road that takes you out into darkness once more, kind of like where you were coming from. You eventually see a sign, uh, on the side of the road. Uh, it's big, it's green. And it looks like there's like etched into it. You see this ovular looking face. Uh, and it's got like these two big black eyes. It's the kind of the stereotypical, you know, uh, gray alien head. You see a little flying saucer up in the sky and it says Xeno trails, uh, looking out ahead. We'll say this is to the North. Uh, there is no light at all. There's no, there's no like lamppost or anything like that. It's just, constant darkness now your eyes are kind of adjusted so you can see that there's some contours here and there different you know you know different trailers different shacks stuff like that uh but you have effectively reached the area uh it's getting a little chilly actually you get a little cold wind here and there you hear the distant sounds of honking uh and, and barks and such but 
but you have arrived at Xeno Trails. What would you guys like to do? Well, we need to find ATVs. We need to find food. So, uh, I guess let's just move into the, you know, the park area, find some, uh, RVs, maybe check for survivors real quick. RVs or ATVs? There's probably going to be RVs here too, actually. It's more than likely it is a campground. So like you might actually find yeah. some RVs as well, Ooh, but you did, oh yeah. you were told that there was a, uh, like a tourist shack somewhere around here where they like, they just rented out ATVs and dirt bikes and things like that i was gonna say with yeah. atvs a lot of people bring motorcycle as their their general mm -hmm. move around while they leave the atvs so look for that man okay but yeah okay so we'll say you guys start fanning out you start looking around uh who who are we like like you say you're also checking for survivors does that mean you're like like busting down doors and going into the going into some of these trailers that are around here or, or is there some other plan like the describe what it looks um like. so busting indoors it's really loud sure. yeah uh, is, is phil just gonna like politely knock on doors and just say like is anyone is anyone inside is that's exactly what i was thinking <laughs> i want to do the little like dunk, 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 dunk. hello if hello if nobody, if nobody answers caleb will bust down the door because busting makes me feel good Oh. Where does that? I need to check a box of Harbi thing. Donna's I'm just gonna, gonna leave the people's stuff to fill, <laughs> and Donna's gonna go towards machines. Okay. All right. So, uh, so Donna, let's say I'm gonna say uh, I'm gonna say Doctor Doctor Weed goes with you. He's like, I I can I can show you uh, over where the about where it is. I, I've never really been on an ATV or motorcycle myself i'm quite afraid of them i don't like pain uh so uh but i i think i know where it's at i, I can't remember the fellow who actually ran the place he was a big ugly son of a gun or he is a big maybe still around here i didn't see him back at the movie theater anyhow it's this way so he starts like leading donna off towards like this sort of shack you see in the distance this contour says it's over here it's over here whereas i think caleb and phil are gonna be checking on doors of trailers and then anton what is anton up to I'm looking for motorcycles, gas, gas cans. Connected. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Um, okay. So I think let's just get some investigative mystery rolls from folks. Uh, why don't we just do that? So, and we'll, we'll sort of do a round. So Donna, you can do one with, uh, with the Dr. Weed, Phil and Caleb are doing one. And then Anton doing another as you're all just kind of looking around for stuff. Am I assisting him or are we both rolling? Uh, you can just do an assist and just plus one and over. That's fine. Hey, dude, look at that. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Oh, I forgot to hit the plus one. That's a nine. <laughs> okay. Uh, all right, so let's go through these one at a time. Anton, you have broken off and you're looking specifically for any signs of gas, any signs of motorcycles or any other vehicles that are kind of attached or parked or something like that. Uh, looks like you got uh, partial success. Um, okay, you, you get a hold one. You can answer one of the follow, following questions. So I'll say this. As you're walking around, Anton, and you do split off for a little bit by yourself, you can still hear Phil and Caleb. They're within earshot. It's not like you're like completely off on your own. But you do come across 
uh, on this kind of gravelly ground, just this, this, this streak of dark, dark mud. Uh, and it looks like there's some blood trails in it. And it looks like something has been dragged through this gravelly area. And then it comes right up to the edge of like the parking gravel, like where like people might, might sort of enter in here. Um, so you get to ask a question, like what happened here, sort of creature, what can it do that kind of stuff? So what kind of question do you want to ask there, Anton? Bert? Considering. Uh, how about <laughs> what's being concealed here, which might include people hiding? Okay. I will say that as you're, as you're moving around, you do in fact hear like something shuffling from inside a nearby like silver, what are those things called? Uh, like the, sh like the airliners, like an old fashioned, like silver airliner. Mm, and mm -hmm. you, you do hear like something tumbling around on the inside and then you hear, shh, quiet, quiet, something's outside. And so it does sound like there might be somebody inside the trailer. All right. Uh, let's go over then to Phil and Caleb. You guys have been going around and trying to, to look for folks as well. Um, you see at a certain point, one, you, you're looking for like RVs and stuff too. Mm -hmm. It does look like there is this um, relatively cheap looking Winnebago, the type that's uh, that's hitched to a truck as opposed to in itself, like it, like it's a camper hitched to a truck has been utterly demolished. It's just like shattered into pieces. You can see it's like a tornado went through here as how it's just been ripped apart. There is a vehicle. The vehicle is a, is a pickup truck. Um, you do, you know, you do notice that there, that there is also like something kind of got pulled or attacked in the cab. Uh, and you hear like, you hear the sounds of just like the wind you hear Anton kind of sort of motioning to you as well. Uh, and I'll say that because you guys were also kind of looking for, for motorbikes and whatnot, you do see that on the ground, not too far from this, Phil, there is on its side what looks like a dirt bike of some kind. So you okay. get to also ask a question. Um, Caleb, I was thinking what happened here. You cool with that one? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You start like poking around and some of the, some of like the, the sort of the, the rubble, uh, and you find scales, uh, scales, not unlike um, the creature you fought before you see massive, like paw prints, like bigger though than the one that you fought. You also see like, there's similar to what I was describing with Anton. There, it looks like there's drag marks coming away from this place. So it looks like either a handful of these these chupacabra creatures and or possibly one very, very big chupacabra creature smashed this thing to bits and dragged away whoever or whatever was inside. That is concerning. There are bigger ones. We gotta go get them, dude. We getting them may not be totally doable because they may not be them anymore. 
Um, but at least wherever they took them could be a den, nest, ground zero kind of thing. Yeah, so just gotta go like quiet, like right. Well, let's let's meet up with the others first. All right. We still got to get right. to the observatory, and then we're gonna. Go All right, here. Donna. Let's uh, let's kick over to you then, as you and you and Doctor Weed head off in a different direction. Uh, so same thing for you. Uh, go ahead, and if you want, just roll that, and like like you're you're just actually don't even know the roll just yet. That's that's wrong with me. You and you and him come up. And he's like, kind of talk to you all the way. Yeah, I don't really like danger too much. I don't really want to kind of fall off things. And, and I, what's your name again? I'm so sorry. I don't think I, I ever asked. Uh, yeah, it's, it's Donna. How old is Donna? Look again. She is mid twenties. Okay, Donna. Oh, that's that's a lovely name, Donna. Donna, you uh, you you married? Is he's just like, oh, I think it's right over there, right? Over, no, oh, no, see, that I think that's the wash area. It's oh, it's that building over there, and he kind of points to the next one. He's like, are you married, Donna? Uh, is that relevant to what we're doing? Oh, right I'm just making conversation. Minute? I'm just making conversation. Is oh, all. That's all. Okay, that will that will keep you calmer as we're doing this. Okay, sure. No, Doctor Reed, I am not. Oh, well, married. That's, well, that's okay. That's all right. That's fine. Like, you know, girl power, right? You know, and you kind of, eh, yeah, sure, sure, sure. And so, are, are you married? Me? Oh, no, no, no. Just haven't, haven't met. Well, I met, I met someone recently that I, I, I am a bit enamored with. Uh, however, uh, it's not that kind of relationship. But you are enamored with them. Yes. But they're not she's, enamored back. Oh, no, no, no. I think she's quite, uh, she, she, she very much enjoys my company and, uh, and, and, and I hers and, and it's a symbiotic relationship. You understand? It's, uh, like I, I help her. Platonic? You mean platonic? That's what, when you're friends, it's platonic, right? Oh, sure. That works too. Yeah, of course. Of course. Sometimes that's the most I, rewarding can, kind of relationship. I mean, I, I haven't heard the word symbiotic since like, like biology class in high school. And that was like animal stuff, like animal relationships. Oh, well, no, I mean, symbiosis. And she's sort of looking at him when she says animal relationships because he's being a little squirrely. Um, okay. Uh, go. So if that's the case, um, Hmm. I don't think, is there, is there like a, I don't think there's like a read. There's a read of, no, roll, roll like read a bad situation. Someone. I don't think you, okay, if you want to roll that, that's fine. Yeah, um, yeah, go ahead. I'll take that. Uh, I'm rolling so well tonight. Uh, no, I know. Jeez, not that we have zero. any evidence of it. You know. <laughs> 11. 11. Uh, okay, so on a 10 plus, you um you're trying to get so what is it would you say donna is trying to get She's out of this conversation being squirrely about this female okay. that he's enamored with this symbiotic relationship thing and it it feels the description feels weird 
So she's trying to get him to say maybe a little more than he was planning to because he was being sort of mm-hmm. coy about it. Uh, okay. If that's the case, uh, on a 10 plus, you get what you want. You get the get plus one and you also get the mark experience. So, well, now that you mention it, uh, she is not, in fact, a human woman. Uh, but that is that 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 is that does not mean that the relationship does not have value uh, and that uh, there isn't ways of communicating. And um, you, you, but you definitely know. not girlfriend. Then I see why you said that. Oh, definitely of course not. not. Yeah, of yeah, course that, not. That would not be. Would you would you like to meet her? I would love to introduce the two of you. I think she would she would be able to get quite a lot out of you. Yeah. I believe that that is something that we should do. I mean, when someone says, hey, I'd like you to meet someone who's special and important to me, how rude would it be to... But we sort of need to take care of the things first. Oh, right. We let's get them. find the ATVs let's, and, and let's all go that first. Right in there. Yeah. Right? Yeah, it, I think it's right there yeah. inside there. See that door right there? You look way... I'm not a very strong man. You might want to go first and just knock the doors down there and and donna at this point is gonna like look back to see if like anton or caleb or phil or anybody is like in eye shot whatsoever no no they're a little far away donna is uh considers herself a badass so she's just gonna be like "Mm -hmm." and okay in the door she goes okay yeah and so you just kind of lay a shoulder and it's not difficult no role necessary just kind of shoulder into it though leave something just outside the door so i imagine she's got like maybe like a a carabiner or something maybe around her belt that doesn't currently have anything that might have um like something on it that she doesn't really need but she's going to drop it outside the door just in case she doesn't come back outside this door that there will be evidence that she went inside you bust inside and you do see like it's a little garage uh, with a handful of ATVs, four wheelers and a couple dirt bikes and such. Uh, it doesn't look like they've been like anyone's been in here in a while. Uh, I'm assuming you've flashed, like kind of flashed around and stuff and see, like I said, like that, but see, didn't I say this? You can trust me, right? I, I was helpful. Uh, wasn't I? Uh, I'm sorry. And there are ATVs or motorcycles inside here. Yeah, there's ATVs and there's motorcycles or dirt bikes, I should say. There's a handful of ATVs, yep, like yep, four wheelers, yep. and a handful okay. of dirt bikes. We got keys. Oh, I'm sure they're around here somewhere. If you just want to go, kind of poking around. Well, you you take that one right there. Like we're not all oh. going to fit on one of these. We well, need I'm enough not for drive all one of these. Us. There's take no way that I, one. No, I can't drive these. No, I, I could barely drive you're, car. You're just going to back it out the door, and then my brother will get on. Just you take that one, and I'm oh, going to take no, this I one, don't. and I'm going to go at the end of the row. No, I don't think I'm going to do that. No, I don't think I'm going to do that. You are. I am regretting my decision to bring you. I definitely should have brought the mayor. This is not the way to go. She well, says as she you. goes, and well, you could be more helpful and stop saying no, and then I would not consider you not useful at this particular moment in time. Um, so you see, uh, yes. you see. Oh well, I. I thought we were friends. And so I guess if we're not friends, I don't have to be friendly no more. And you see him like pull out from his pack. You see this like stick of some kind. And you just hear him 
It's like, if it works on them, I'm sure it's going to work on you. Now, now, you just, you just stay right there, and I'm just going to come and zap you just a little bit, no, and it's not going to hurt. Not. And no, so he no. comes, he comes like running up to you all tentatively. All right. So what does Donna do? Uh, pulls out her nine millimeter. <laughs> okay. <laughs> she's, you're just gonna shoot out. You're just gonna shoot him. This. You're just gonna leg. shoot him. Oh. In the leg. Okay. Uh, roll I mean, first is gonna be like if he stops, and then if he's a moron and doesn't stop, then he's gonna get shot in the leg. His name is Dickweed. He's, he's not gonna stop. I know. <laughs> Go ahead and roll kicks of ass. Roll kicks of ass as you try to shoot this guy in the leg. All right, tough is plus two. Now this is when my rolling is going to stop being good because I've been rolling mm-hmm, five and mm-hmm. sixes all night. So this is going to be where. Oh no, hey, it's another. It's a lolly and a five. Oh hey, look at that. Oh yeah, I'm sure it is. Sure. <laughs> it's a Melissa cheats. Okay, on a. Tw- uh, so on a twelve uh, plus, uh, yeah. I can inflict double the normal harm. I can mm-hmm. drive the enemy away in a route or I can hold this advantage. Well, nobody else is around here to get a plus one forward. So uh, that could still potentially happen. Like, cause they're going to hear the gunshot and pause. I assume coming run, running or, or at least, well, maybe not. Maybe they're like, ah, eh, we never really liked her much. We saw what happened at the diner. <laughs> um, clearly. So what do you want to do? Yeah. I mean, this person, um, I'm going to say that like, not only do I manage to shoot him in the leg, but he also like stumbles in such a way that I can get to the door. Uh, sure. I think that's fine. I think that's okay. So we'll say you shoot him in the leg. Ah, ah, oh, you had a gun. Ah, ah, bleed it. Ah, ah. And he and he falls to the ground, and you run out of the room. Uh, the rest of you, Anton, Caleb, Phil, you hear a gunshot go off in the direction where Donna and Doctor Weed went. Uh, very loud. What do you want to do? Running that direction. Sure. Absolutely. Yep. Full speed. Okay. All right. Same. Okay. I'll say you guys are running. You get close enough in time to see Donna flashlight in one hand, gun in the other, burst out of this this like shed slash uh, garage, and she's just running in your direction. And you hear, I'll say you, you also vaguely hear, it's like, ah, you had a gun? Ah, ah. She's kind of screaming. And it's like, ah, ah, I think he got an artery. I think he got an artery. As he's just screaming out loud now. Uh, what do you guys want to do? You shot him? <laughs> uh, yeah, sure did. He's got a, a shock stick thing, and he's got some um, female friend of the non-human persuasion somewhere. Huh? Hmm. Yeah. But this is where the ATVs are. So, like, okay. he's bleeding. He's a wuss. I'm yeah, just saying, I, we should get I, the ATVs and go. I smell it. <laughs> well, I mean, we still need ATVs. I did find a dirt bike. Uh, that works, too. Is he still whining and carrying on? Uh, I'll say after a few moments, he does quiet down. And you don't really hear much from from inside anymore. Okay. Uh oh. Uh, I'm. I'm gonna go in and check on him. Well, um. Oh no. My curse just came up. Maybe okay. I won't. 
<laughs> oh, oh, Caleb, God. you're going to go check on him. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so, Caleb, the smell of fresh blood uh, wafts into your uh, wafts into your nose, and um, you rush inside. You just like mm. you, like you just start to salivate or something. I, I don't really have control over me right okay. now, so. I mean, right. one one emotion rules me, and right now that's hunger. You <laughs> you rush inside, and the rest of you hear another gunshot go off, fire like like several of them in in, in in sort of close succession. And Caleb, you see like the wall splinter around you, and you realize you're getting shot at by somewhere in the room. And and like the shots are continuing to come. The first one or two miss, but they're still coming. Fire one after the other one, and you just hear. Ah! Um, what do you do, Caleb? I mean, it, it all depends. Like if I'm still, if I'm still hungry, ripped by this curse, I'm going in there and okay. I'm going to like rip the guns out of his, the, the gun out of his hands and, uh, chomp down on where the blood is coming from. Okay, so you just sort of leap after where you see like a little spark or something from the sh- where the shot's coming from. Roll kick some ass as you leap well, over. I was wondering if I could actually um, try to use unquenchable vitality instead. Not really trying to um, hurt him per se, but just like eat him. I don't know if that no, is good for now or later. I don't think that would work here because okay. you're actively being attacked. So I don't okay. think that's uh, applicable in this moment. Let's then because if because like if you roll kick some ass, depending on your roll, you might take harm, but mm. unquenchable doesn't. Yeah, I would so, okay, like, I there's got the you. threat of harm here. Yeah. Partial All success. Right. Okay, so partial success for uh kick some ass. Uh, you inflict harm on each other. The amount of harm is based on the established dangers in the game. That usually means you inflict harm rating of your weapon, uh, and the enemy inflicts their attack's harm rating on you. So, how much harm do you do to him? And then his one of his shots is going to get off and is going to is going to going to hit you as you come charging in. Uh, four harm. It's three harm plus one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh God. Uh, all right, so he's firing his gun at you. He can do... Um, oh, God. Uh, so, yeah, he he fires, he fires a three. He, his, uh, his attacks are three-armed. So he's firing a shot at you, and you go charging in. He, the first few miss, but then as you get closer, he just gets you, like, almost center mass as you leap at him uh, and begin, like, hacking and biting away. You're still going to take, uh, we'll say intense pain um mm-hmm. one harm or more as there is now like a very very uh, large sort of blossoming of blood i assume you probably still bleed yeah, it's blood, uh, as you were, yeah. it's your shot and it's extremely painful that's it the might bad news be the consistency of jam but you know the good news is is that you as you leap down on him and you start to like kind of pull and bite into him you rip free and you realize that you just ripped his throat out with your teeth and uh he is no longer yelling out as he is now gurgling choking on his blood and the process of dying uh the gunshot was extremely loud 
and you see that his gun is a fairly is a fairly heavy looking like kind of you know magnum type big big heavy weapon far bigger than he probably should have been shooting uh and it was extremely loud even louder than than donna's uh and several gunshots have gone out at this point does anyone follow into the uh <laughs> the garage yes Okay, and this is what you, and you. This is what you see. You see Caleb like bleeding, but also feasting on this man that you were just talking to, Donna, who is now dead. Oh, this uh, Phil. Yeah. What the hell? Um. It, I mean, it's that redding. What the hell? Yeah, there's other ways he could have done it. It's that redding side of the family. They just, they're different. They promise me you're never going to go do that. Like, take people. No, out, not that way. No, no. God, I no. have to. Yeah, good, good, good Don't. job. Just, yeah. Yeah. And I'm not feeling so good. Didn't stop that no it's the bullet that doesn't oh, make sense you. i honestly think he might have been in the right for that one can you you can i can't do any healing can you do healing phil anton uh, does healing? no nothing a good snack won't fix <laughs> i'm not sure i'm there I feel i'm like... still trying to find Jerry cans of gas and motorcycles. Okay, yeah, that's fine. That's fine. If you didn't chase after the <laughs> Despite gunshots, gunshots yeah. going off, you're like, yeah, whatever. They'll take care. Well, of I saw everyone else running, and then I saw yeah. them come out. So, <laughs> yeah, we'll I'm say, an old yeah. man. I don't run fast. <laughs> yeah, old as in like 34 or something. I'm almost 40. I'll have you know, the lifetime <laughs> okay. of smoking started when I was six. <laughs> uh, we'll say yes. You're able to find some gas cans here and there. Absolutely. You do also hear whispers still coming from that uh, that sh- that sh- uh, airliner. Ca- kind of like, what was that? It was gunshots? Shh, be quiet. We don't want them to come in here either. Shh, they could be just as bad as ones to come in there. The things aren't here. We're trying to get help. <laughs> Is that what you say? What? Yeah, <laughs> I'm whispering too. <laughs> What? Who are you? I slide my business card under the door. <laughs> it says all kinds of things like paranormal, supernatural researcher. <laughs> okay. The, my BBS you phone number on there. <laughs> you see the door crack open uh, just, a, just a little bit. And you see a... Um, a teenager, a teenage, uh, probably 16, 17 year old girl, like um, Hispanic, muscular, short, you know, short black hair. And she's just like, are they out there? You're going to all that noise. They're going to come. Are they shooting at them? Are they shooting at them? Look, they're being distracted right now. There's a bunch of people over at the old theater. It's a the theater, right? Movie theater. Yeah, it's a theater. Yeah. 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 They've got it all shut down and locked up. You're probably going to be safer there. You you got a motorcycle or something to get you there fast? And she looks around and there's one in the ground and the one in the dirt behind you. And he's like, and she's like, I do now. Are there any more around? <laughs> well, there's a whole rental place over there. That's got them. Though. I don't that's, think you really that's need over there. 
<laughs> like, well, well, we just got, we didn't really bring one of them, but there's some other folks. I know some other folks down there have a dune buggy, even though there's no dunes. Oh, I like that. I like that. Oh, wait, wait okay. So tell them, tell them, tell them Anton sent you. Okay. Okay. And then. All right. She's Run! Like, turns, I don't know how she, long they're going to be distracted for. She turns around. She's like, Run! Come on, come on, come on! And you see, she runs out, and she's like, grabs the arm of a younger—you assume probably younger brother, nine, ten years old—and two of them start running. She picks up the bike, and like she, the brother gets on behind, and they start driving uh, on the uh, on the bike in the direction uh, of the of the of downtown area. Uh, the rest of you that were over. Over by the over by the ATV shed, you hear the sounds of a dirt bike, <laughs> and then you hear the sounds, of <laughs> and you see coming out of the darkness is one of these chupacabras that is like chasing now after Did the I bike on this. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely, kick some ass as Anton tries to to snipe it as it's chasing after uh, these uh, these people on the bike. Oh got this, do we have any bits? We got any bonuses out there? Uh, Melissa usually uh, tracks yes, that stuff. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. Okay. Uh, so, what does it do? Is it a plus one. Plus that... one. Yeah. Yeah, I think as we did max of plus one from from audio. Okay, I'll take a plus one because I don't kick ass very well. Okay, no worries. Yeah, like I oh. really don't. So it's a six with a plus one, which is still a miss. You. Oh gosh. That's not uh, good at all. You get all your right. ass kicked instead. <laughs> So <laughs> like we'll say gun and you're not ready for the recoil. <laughs> um, what I'll say is like, it doesn't really make sense for they you to come after me instead. I'm well, fine with that. Yeah, I know, but that's you, you missed. So it feels <laughs> you shouldn't get rewarded. But um, I'll say um, you suffer harm or get captured, but don't inflict no, any harm. No, Chuck. Oh. He doesn't shoot the people on the dirt bike. If I was in Jeff's <laughs> shoes, that's exactly what I would do. This is what I'll say is he, he doesn't shoot the people on the bike. He shoots the bike. Just random oh. shot. Gets Fire the ball. gets the tire and, or gets. Oh, I'll even do that. And you see a small little <laughs> gas tank explosion as the bike goes veering off and sliding. And you hear ah! Ah! Uh, as these two kids. Uh, get thrown from the bike from the explosion, and the uh, the chupacabra creature is still chasing them down, and is a and like leaps over this now flaming dirt bike, and lands on one of them. As you hear, ah! uh, what are you guys doing? I go, oh, not one of my best days. <laughs> it's time to go. <laughs> uh, Caleb is gonna gonna. Finish a little bite so that he can try and heal himself and then go after that. But uh, that's what he'll be doing whenever it's appropriate. Donna will just say to Phil, just we just got to get one of those unlocked. And she's going to go running after the gunshots. Okay. There's another vehicle over here. Uh, There's ooh, plenty of vehicles in the in the garage shed. Uh, Anton, there's a dune buggy over by you. But yeah. There's plenty of these ATVs and stuff that you all could grab. But Donna, you go running out. Uh, you can see that one of the two of them, there's a teenage girl and there is like probably around a 10 year old boy. Let's see which one that, let's see which one it got. Uh, okay. It got the teenage, it got the, not the teenage boy. It got the, the younger boy. Uh, and you can see the younger boy is like, ah! and, and, and 
the teenage girl's like kind of rolling around on the ground. You can tell she's like, like part of her is like on fire, little, little flames from where the gas tank exploded. And she's kind of rolling around a little bit out of it. And she's like, uh, uh, Timmy, Timmy. Uh, looking around. Oh. Any, uh, any sign of their parents? Uh, no, not yet, but there's been a lot of blood in the area. So it's possible that these two could be newly made orphans. Okay. Oh gosh. Does um can Donna see the chupacabra? Uh I will say yes you can. Uh there is a flickering fire uh from where the gas tank exploded. So and some of the like the brush kind of got lit on fire. Uh so the teenage girl's like rolling around. She is she's she's alive, but you can tell she suffered a major injury. And the boy is 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 in the process of being exsanguinated by this uh this chupacabra. So so Donna, what are you doing? Um, I was going to shoot the chupacabra and then I rolled two ones. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I thought Anton had a bad shot. <laughs> These kids were not meant to be. God, I know, right? <laughs> oh, Dear God. crap. That's just is that is, 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 is Snake Eyes like a special crit fail in PPTA? Does anyone know? It should be. I feel like it should I'm be. I feel like Snake Eyes just... And Awful. I don't see it. Okay. I'm looking. I don't see. Sometimes <laughs> the skill itself has a, a particular yeah, thing. Yeah, I don't see anything for kick-ass. Yeah. It's just miss. It's you just... get your ass kicked instead. Um, okay. I think I think you're using... Okay, so you're, you're using whatever gun you have. I'm going to say your gun uh, malfunctions in your hand. Uh, because yours is a double one that's so bad, it's going to kind of ex- explode or malfunction in your hands. So it'll be broken. Uh, and not only that, go ahead and take a point of harm, we'll say, uh, from this as well. Um, as your hand like kind of suffers from like this, this, this jam or this explosion in the gun itself uh, okay. that suddenly burns your, burns your hand. So it's going to be, we'll call it, we'll call it... Um, I'll just do intense pain again. So like your hand is just killing you right now uh, okay. as your, and your gun is broken. So uh, I have what doesn't kill me. So if I have suffered harm in a fight, apparently mm-hmm. also harming myself, I get plus one on going until the fight is over. So. Okay. Well, there you go. Uh, you try to shoot <laughs> your gun jams and, and malfunctions on you, hurts your hand. The kid is still being exsanguinated. The girl's still rolling around, not quite able to get up and move. Caleb, you're back inside trying to feed off of this guy, trying to, mm-hmm. to so so roll your unquenchable vitality. I think it's cool, right? Cool. Yeah, go ahead and roll that. Oh God. How did wow. it go? Uh I got a two. You so your injuries worsen. You're, oh, you're, shit. you're eating and, I, and feasting and feasting in the process that you don't realize, like the blood, whatever it is you're, you're eating, like you're chewing and chomping, and masticating. You're like, you're swallowing the flesh of, of Dr. Weed, but the gunshot happened to just hit like your, like the, the esophagus area. And like, every time you swallow the food just kind of spills out of where the gunshot was. And each time it just infects and gets it's more painful and painful. Uh, I'm going to say, uh, you're not going to take any extra damage, but I'll say that you pass out, uh, f- just from the, 
you kind of get this deliriousness about you because you're not able to really feast. It's not actually satiating you because it keeps spilling out of the hole that yeah. you just got shot in and you pass out. All right. Okay. Uh, I'll turn. Uh, Phil, you haven't done anything yet. What are you doing? <laughs> I, I was told to get the keys for the ATVs. So done. You no role yeah. necessary. Uh, even under pressure. I don't even think an act under pressure is necessary. You grab the keys, you can get on an ATV, but you look down on the ground next to this ATV, the partially eaten now dead doctor, uh, Dr. Weed uh, is on the ground still. He's still dead. Nothing's changed there. Uh, he's got his little backpack and he's got a little stun stick and a gun. But then you also see Caleb has passed out over and there is this like half chewed pieces of human flesh that are oozing out of his out of his chest where he got shot. I will grab Caleb and just throw him <laughs> over like, you know, like you know, the old like hunt like deer hunters. They just throw it over one of the like. Defenders or something. Just toss them over there. Be like, man, you were making it really hard for us to pretend that you're not a zombie. You hear this wheeze as more stuff comes out of that hole. Okay. Oh god. Um, I'll come is, back. Is this dude's? Are all of his fingers still on his hand? Uh, the doctor. The doctor? Weed? Yeah. Have you been eating his fingers, Caleb? Or you? What have you been eating? Uh, it was mainly his thigh, although I did think about the finger food, but I didn't get to it okay. yet. He still has all his fingers. He's still got his little pack. Oh, he's still on. got, you know, there's, he's got a couple little belongings and things here and there too. Okay. Yeah. His bag yeah. for his keys. I suddenly hear the voice of Donna <laughs> in the back of my head. <laughs> like oh, crap. The keys. Okay. I will grab his pack as well. And then I will drive out to see okay. the mayhem. Yeah, and so we'll come back to Anton. You're a little bit of a ways away from where the craziness dune is buggy. happening. Gone for You're just running buggy. for the dune buggy. No problem. <laughs> um, I'll tell you this: it's a little less clear where where the keys are because this isn't like a this is just someone else's stuff. So go ahead and roll like an act under pressure to like find him quickly or to like hotwire it quickly, whatever works for you. But just something to to sort of move fast. Okay, how about uh, no keys, but I do hotwire it, and it's a little janky. <laughs> okay, I think that sounds great. So, yeah, you can't find the keys. You're all right. And occasionally, you can see like, it kind of stutters out, and then it kicks out, and then you know that something bad could potentially happen. Who knows? Uh, but you get it going. Donna, you see Phil bust out of the ATV garage with his ATV. He's got Caleb, who seems unconscious over the back. Anton is in his doom buggy. This poor kid is being exsanguinated by one of these creatures. The, his older sister is rolling around on the ground next to them. Your hand is bleeding and, and it hurts quite painful. Uh, Donna, what are you doing in this situation? Donna thinks that killing these things is most important. So her gun is now not an option, but she still has a knife. Okay. So she's going to go just run stick it up in the air and just jump and try to stab this thing. Okay. So you leap across the fire and you try to land on its back and just bury the knife into its back. Roll kick some ass. That's do. awesome. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> Let us see how the roll goes. I mean, just, just lie like you normally do. Uh, so that is a four and a two plus two. So four, five, six, seven, eight. Okay. Two plus twos. I don't understand. 
four plus two plus two for okay. me. Okay. So you got an eight. Okay. So an eight for kick some ass. What that means is that you're going to you're going to inflict the harm uh, based on the weapon, but it also means it's going to inflict harm back on you. So. We'll, we'll say that what happens is that you you land on the back, you stab into it. What's your what's the harm value of that uh, of that knife? Like how much does it do? I don't remember. That's unhelpful. Does anybody else have a knife? <laughs> I, I have a bat. A knife. Um, does Corbin have a knife? I know these things have armor. Let me double check. Uh, yeah, these do have a point of armor. Uh. uh I think what it's going to do, though, as you stab into it, because you're not going to be able to kill it, because uh, it does have armor, so it's going to, it's going to be able to shut it off. Just look it up. And we'll come back to it in a sec. It's, okay. it's going to, you're going to be like stab into it, hold on for a moment, and it's going to stop. It'll stop for sure, exsanguinating the boy, and it'll start to move around like a bull and throw you off of it. And I'm going to say you go falling back, knife in hand, still as you manage to rip it out. You don't lose it. Falling back into the fire. Uh, so you're going to take then, uh, for harm, we're going to say you're taking my, uh, minus one on going as you have flames, like parts of your clothes are now on fire. Uh, oh, and you're, shit. and you're like, this is, this is like sort of, it's, it's painful. And then like you go to stab, so it's distracting. Like, what do you do? You pat something down and then stab whatever it is. So we're going to minus one on going, uh, as you try to like get the flames out, uh, as you, you try to continue your fight. And so one of those starts now, one of those harm. Uh, yeah, well, it's minus one ongoing. So it's like you take one harm. I'm going to say you're, you're taking harm back from him throwing you off. But the harm okay. specifically is you're, you have a minus one ongoing until like the flames are out and like all that kind of stuff. Okay. And Chuck looked uh, it up. It's a one harm for the knife. Okay. Unfortunately, as you stab Thank in, you. you realize these things have the, that thick scale and you can't quite penetrate the back. It does distracted enough to come off the boy but you do remember when you fought the things out in the in the in the, the middle of downtown uh corbin helped with this they do have kind of a weak spot underneath kind of in this sort of uh sort of the underbelly area so that's the that's a, that's the place to kind of attack these things uh, and it definitely seemed to hurt them yeah okay okay anton phil you drive over you're in close enough distance as you can see Donna is trying to 1v1 this thing and not doing so hot. The kids are laying on the ground. You're not sure if the boy's dead or not, but the, the girl's okay. Uh, well, at least she's alive. And then Donna just got herself thrown into the fire caused by the explosion of the dirt bike. Um, what's next? What do you guys do? Well, it I... It does seem, by the way, I should say, that it does seem that the that the chupacabra has now turned its attention to Donna and is about yeah. to leap on her. Okay. So Donna is not on the chupacabra or is she got thrown off into the flames, oh, into the, into the wreckage. Yeah. Perfect. Uh, I am just going to hit the chupacabra. He's going to drive the into it. <laughs> with the ATV. I love it. Absolutely <laughs> yes. love it. Uh, I, I'm going to say, I don't think this is kick some ass. This sounds like act under pressure, trying to drive yeah. correctly, trying to get, so let's go, let's go act under pressure as you try to just yeah. ram this thing with the ATV. Okay. Uh, <laughs> come on double yeah. ones and just roll over both of the kids in the process. <laughs> 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 oh, no. All right. All right. We got Dear this. God. Oh, that's a good roll. 
11. Okay, so act under pressure, 11 plus. You do exactly what you set out to do. Uh, you you just ram right into the side of this thing, full speed. Uh, you do manage to avoid running over and either of the kids or hitting Donna. Uh, as it's getting ready to leap, you see it rearing back onto its hind legs and getting ready to leap out at Donna. Just before it fully releases itself, the ATV just, you hear the that weird kind of a honk bark as it goes flying through the air and smashes down uh, onto the ground um, a ways away. Probably not enough to kill it, we'll say, but I'm going to, I will say it's probably stunned. So it, there's, there's probably a moment here where it's not going to do anything. Uh, so what else? Well, I just, I really don't think that's good enough. Okay. Uh, because, sure, we can get away, but these two kids, Donna and Anton, done ruined their ride and kind of lit them on fire a little bit and got one of them turned yep. into a Capri Sun. Uh, <laughs> you know, it worked great the first time. Let's do it the second time. Okay, so you start veering around. The rest of you see Phil veering around, getting ready to do another pass. Anton, did you, was there something you wanted to do before that second pass goes through? As Phil runs over, turns, and lines up another shot. Anton, you're on the dune buggy. Anything you want to do? Is there anything I could do to help maybe like cause some noise or distraction so that the target is easier to hit? I don't... Ah, I think, yeah. I mean, I, I definitely think that you could just keep its attention. It definitely... Hit, yeah, hit yeah. the horn, you know, just draw sure. a lot of... Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so you start hitting the horn, and you just hear... It's like some weird, like, novelty horn sound that goes off as it does. And so the so the, the chupacabra, as it's trying to shake off the stun, kind of looks up. <laughs> and it just... The, the sound seems to have bothered it a little bit as it's kind of staring at you, and it doesn't pay attention to Phil as Phil comes in for another pass. Phil, roll another act under pressure. You could take a plus one on this uh, from Anton's... Uh, Anton's distraction. Right. Oh, I don't know how to make it do the plus one. That would Just be Just add 10. it regular. It's fine. Uh, and okay. again, you hit it for a second time. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say, you guys, I'm going to say you you run over it to the point where it, it falls to the ground and it slides. Uh, it's And you see it's still kind of moving, but it's on its side, Donna. It's laying just a couple feet from you. And because it's on its side, you can see that the, the belly is exposed. Uh, and that for the first time, you can see that kind of that fleshy underbelly uh, where it's just or like whatever kind of weird organs it has is uh, is just sort of pulsating down there. Uh, what do you want to do? Donna, Donna would have like scurried out of the way when she saw what Phil was doing and make sure to give him a uh, wide berth for his like, driving. And mm -hmm. then she kind of scurried backwards, got up and she's going to try to lunge forward again with the knife. Kick some mass. You still got the ongoing minus one because your 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 clothes are on fire. Uh, so don't forget the minus one. I'm up. Okay, so does that mean it's giving me harm? It's minus. It's an ongoing minus one. So you're literally oh, taking okay. the harm is the ongoing minus one. Uh, so I rolled a um thirteen. 
Okay. Describe how you kill this thing, Donna, as the weak spot is open. Phil has already worn it down severely to the point where it's very weak, and now the kill shot is there for the taking. Describe, Donna. So... Is this thing big enough that she could move it? Because what I kind of would like to do, um, because I get like that the size extra, of like a, a large like tiger or a lion. Okay. Um, what I want to do is be able to like kind of jump on it, stab it, and then roll with it. <laughs> so she's rolling the fire out with it as a like. Okay. Go. <laughs> it's very heavy so every time it rolls on top of you you just <laughs> and then you roll back over top yes. but yes i'll say with that you guys are able to kill this thing these strange looking organs just start pouring out onto you donna as you kind of cut the bottom and they don't even look like normal creature like animal mammal uh even uh reptilian organs as they pile out on you uh, and, uh, and then maybe they, maybe that viscous fluid that comes out in addition to you rolling over helps douse some of the flames. You get up and you look down. The carnage is done, uh, but you are still here. What would you like to do? As you see the, the girl still there, ah, Timmy, Timmy, are you okay? And you can tell that she took like a really bad, uh, a bad hit to her head. What do you want to do? Uh, uh, put them in an ATV, not an RV. I mean, an RV, and then we okay. just go. <laughs> so you could just bring them back to their silver airliner. Yeah, just we just them take up. them back to that. Like we got stuff to do. We'll come back for you. Uh, I can't see. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah, just just going. That looks nasty. You should put, if you could find ice, put some ice on that. Okay. Timmy? Uh, don't take a nap. Timmy? Is Timmy, is Timmy okay? <laughs> How is uh, Timmy anyway? Um, I'll tell you what. Um, uh, uh, read a bad situation <laughs> uh, <laughs> to try to assess. Oh no! <laughs> Try to assess I, him. I'm minus one at that, Phil. I <laughs> sure. I'll read a bad situation. Oh, it was you sharp. that. Yeah. Okay. Am I sharp? I'm not sharp, but it's fine. I am not sharp. Damn, that's oh, really good. Nine. Yeah. I'm sharp. Okay. Uh, so you get to hold one. Um, so you can sp- you can spend the an- answer the questions, but basically, I'll tell you this: he's not dead. But he might as well be, as uh, a good a good portion of his blood until unless he gets a, a a blood transfusion. Like you, he does not look good. Like he should not be as pale as he looks. And you can see that the uh, combination of the accident and the he he could probably be saved. But it's one of those things where like emergency services need to get at, get to him really really fast. Yeah, we can't help him with that right now. You could send her on an ATV back to town. She can't see. Her one eye is okay. Everything's just spinning. Uh, 
Well, we can't send her back with the doctor either because that didn't work out. <laughs> well, no, he was a scientist doctor. Yeah, there is a doctor. doctor. There is a doctor, Dr. Ashford, uh, back in the movie theater. Dang it. All right. We can't. Let's take drive. these kids. I can do it. No, it's okay. I can do it. I can. I, can I want to do, do the. I want to do like the police, like walk a straight line, touch your nose. Okay. She, she gets see. up. She tries to walk a straight line, and she's just walking back and forth. And she's close. She's close, but she doesn't fall over. But she's not quite perfect. Phil, what are you doing? She's. Can she go from there to there? I don't think so. It, she's fine. If they don't go, he's, you know, if he, they need to go. If they don't go, if they, he dies. If they do go. He's going to die? I apologize. He's going to die. No one else. You got to Well, I'm just saying, should we take him back? How long would it take us to go back? On uh, I mean, ATV? you have vehicles. Have have it's not so much the time; it's more just you know the danger you could potentially run into in the process. That's all. Yeah. And to that, uh, you know, Caleb's can I do a help kinda. out roll and see if I can like Caleb's give fine. her good directions so that she can do this? Uh Okay, explain how that's what does that look like? What does that sound like? <laughs> so it's gonna be sort of like a feeling kind of thing of you're gonna like so she's gonna give sort of like a count five seconds and you're gonna feel that the road is gonna get like hard because you're gonna be like on the road and then you're gonna turn left and then you're gonna go on that. And so she's gonna try to kind of do like a little bit of directions like that. So okay. like even if she um, can see very well, she can kind of still. Yeah, I don't think you really need to do a roll for this because uh, help out is like the assist action, basically. I don't usually make okay. you guys roll it as long as it makes sense. Um, okay. So, I mean, you could just, no, I mean, no, I mean just ex- you explain to him. It's just, do you want them to go? That's all. Just yeah. Make a call. So just go go that way and she'll give the instructions of count. And then you're going to feel that there's, there's a road and then you're going to go left and then you're going to okay. count. Climbs onto a five, blah blah blah. Climbs onto an ATV, puts Timmy behind. She starts going in circles. Yeah. And she's like, first time I've ever driven one of these. (laughs) 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 She goes, (laughs) she peels out and starts riding away. Okay. You guys have done what you could do. It's around this point that you hear Caleb stirring from the back of your own ATV, Phil. And Caleb will say, "You come, you come back to consciousness at this point." Hey, hey there, buddy. That was gross. What happened? Uh, well, you got this hole right here in your neck, and you were eating that poor scientist, and it was just like you know those old, like you know like the Bugs Bunny cartoons where the guy gets shot full of holes and he's like, you missed me. And he drinks some milk and it squirts out of the holes. You were kind of doing that. Just... Oh, well, did they at least finish him? 
No. All right. Well, and he starts getting up. <laughs> Hang on. What? If you're going to do that, get some duct tape and patch that hole on your neck. Oh, good idea. We okay. got to get rid of the evidence, right? Uh, no, not in this situation, I don't think. We can make no, it. We can. There's plenty of other things that are biting people. And okay. Yeah. We can That's just. What I'm worried about. Can we just. We're going up. I think I figured out why he didn't want us in the lab. I think uh, he might have something oh, is... there. He thinks he's got a female of a non human kind that they have a symbiotic relationship. Mm. That's why he didn't want mm. us in the lab. Uh, yeah, I'm not. I'm not doing well. I'm really not doing well. No doubt, well, it's one of the Andromedans. They're always like this. They'll, they'll they once they get their hooks into you, you can't do anything but obey them. Uh, Caleb, you know what? I think I left my wallet in the little ATV garage. There, could you could you run in and grab that for me, real quick? For sure, man. Oh, God, I hope he understands what I was getting at. Okay. Okay. How long are you guys going to linger here? There's been a lot of noise Not in long. this area. Not okay. just Not a long few long. moments. Just okay. a mouthful right. or two for the road. And <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Caleb <laughs> takes a nibble, gets a, gets a road, <laughs> one for the road, and then... Yeah. Uh, and then you guys hop in your so you got a dune buggy with Anton. You've got an ATV. You could probably go two and two with them. Uh, not an issue. Yeah. And you um, son of a biscuit, Adam, with your rolling. You, you yeah, do? you have you have no bonus to this, by the way. Uh, I had negative one wow. until I he's getting better. Up. Oh God. Okay. Uh, is this t- uh, what were you just rolling? Are you rolling? What were you rolling? Temptation uh, or cool plus cool, cool. for I know, unquenchable but like, vitality? You're why? To, oh, you're trying to what are you rolling? Yeah, yeah, because you know you're getting to get a couple bites before the road, right? Yeah, I mean, I'm using that more from a. It's funny, but like you tried. I think I don't know if we should necessarily like. Maybe it was something about the the corpse that wasn't tasting good. I don't think you've actually repaired the harm to the hole in your chest. I'm not sure if duct tape really counts, so I don't know. I was going to stick one of his fingers in it to plug it. So can we go on and Caleb isn't going to die? I think that's what we're trying yeah, to Yeah, I don't think he's out. dying. He's just uh, he's just hurt. He's just really yeah. hurt. That's all. Caleb, okay. you, let's go. you ride with that's Anton in the dune buggy. At least it's okay. got a seat so what buckle. happens when your like just, harm is just, all filled up? So, so a few things like your harm isn't all the way up. Number one, number two, like you can no, make yourself way, like it's. I know, but like oh, okay. one of the reasons you're as high as you are is because you failed the roll really bad before. You have very <laughs> bad stats towards it. You should probably mm-hmm. stop rolling it because you're just gonna make yourself <laughs> potentially worse. The chances of you actually succeeding on it are at best like average. Like mm-hmm. so. Like I, I like you could kill yourself if you if you fail the roll anyway. Right. So, you so that's why I'm asking this. when you fill up your harm all the way. 
So is that dead? Your, that's a great question. Let me take a look. I don't <laughs> remember if it's you fill it all the way up. Uh, I know that you're currently unstable, and so you're going to need to get your giant the giant hole in your chest fixed at some point. Mm-hmm. Eight uh, harm or more means the victim is dead. Okay, so if you take another point, so or actually no, because you're at seven. So I think it's it's once you're, once you're full, the next harm you would take would kill you. All right. So being honest, this failure, if we're going to take it. Um, well, I wasn't going to, al- but I, I wasn't saying oh. to roll it though, because okay. right, cool. because you had already tried on this one corpse and failed. So I don't think it's fail- fair to, to do it a second okay. time. On the same corpse. Right. Yeah. If we get to the end of the mystery, all hunters get healed to account for time pass. Mm-hmm. So all you got to do is make it to the end. end of the mystery. Just got to make it 27 to the end. 27 minutes. You'll be... <laughs> You'll be fine. <laughs> Jeremy's going to have a completely different brother next time. Uh, okay. So yeah, up the mountain. Other, one other thing. Okay. So you guys are just going to gonna travel up the mountain? No problem. Yeah. That's, that's not yeah, an yeah. issue. Two just vehicles. Yeah. Um, I just want to take a look. So you've got serious wounds. So they're going to get worse, etc. Uh There's healing well, between the... You don't even really need to worry about your harm until you hit four. Yeah, because like first aid you can do um, for moderate wounds of one to three harm, uh, but serious require treatment. So, I, so for serious wounds, first aid heals one harm, but it will be unstable. So someone could potentially heal one of your harm, but it's still unstable. So, so it's possible someone could actually heal you. It's a and and first aid doesn't require an actual roll. Oh, so okay. just doing That's what first I was aid. For. So we just take yeah. a couple minutes, mm-hmm. wrap some gauze around it, put some pressure gauze on it, and, pack it, gauze duct and tape. duct tape. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, plug up. You actually do that. You gauze it up. Straps them around it, and you can reduce the injury by one harm, but it's still unstable. So you are. So if I'm understanding that correctly, you should now be down to looks like five with, Mm -hmm. and your injuries are unstable though. Okay, cool. Mm -hmm. I think I think we did that right, but whatever. Yeah, I think so. Now we go up the mountain. Okay, so you go up the mountain. Uh, you have the ATVs, you have the dune bikes, you're, you're riding up. It's a little bit uh, of a bumpy ride at times here and there, but there's no, there's no like full steep uh, climbs that you have to do. Um, I'll say that you, you're able to get there without a whole lot of distraction or a, a whole lot of uh, attention drawn to you, perhaps because the creatures are down and chasing after those two kids on the ATV. Who knows? Uh, mm-hmm. but eventually you mm-hmm. do make it to a road and you can see this road tails up towards an observatory, like an actual like paved road. And you can see that there is a large building up in front of, up in front of you. It's nestled between these two little bluffs, uh, these two kind of little, little, um, outcroppings here and there. I would say it's, uh, it's kind of like a domed top to it where you would imagine it probably folds open to allow whatever devices, uh, that whatever, whatever telescopes it has to like look up. It's currently in the closed position. So there's the, there's no opening at the very top. Uh, there is a small parking lot, but the parking lot is currently empty. 
Uh, it looks like it maybe has spaces for like three or four vehicles uh, at most. Uh, the building looks to basically be the equivalent of like a, like a four-story building, but I would say at least half of that is the dome, and then the other half is probably you know, like functional. Um, and you don't immediately notice anything out of place, um, but what would you all want to do while you're here? We got to go in. You, you grabbed his pack, right? He's probably got his keys oh, in there. Oh, I did. Yes. Okay. He's, do you, will you go ahead and drive up, park your vehicles. Mm-hmm. He does, in fact, have keys and a key card. He's got like a little, or like an ID card. Uh, he has that as well. And you mechanical key to unlock the door. The door does seem to be locked push it open and it's dark it smells kind of funny it's sterile in some ways but like there's like a, a weird odor that's like wafting in like like something's on the hvac or whatever like their ac's not working doesn't appear to have like everything's dark in here there's no there's no, nothing on no lights no no flickering here and there it's just some sort of foyer but then you see it veers off offices one way and then it looks like there's a, a, a hall that goes directly to like the sort of the telescope room and everything. What do you guys want to do? Well, if I were to have a secret mad scientist alien love nest, <laughs> where would I do that? The uh, penthouses are usually the up. basement. See, I'm well, 50, those are 50 two on opposite. Here. <laughs> suggestions. Yeah. <laughs> well, why don't why don't we go and let's peek into like the observatory, the big dome area? Because I mean, like, if this thing's big, that could be the best place to store it, and that could be where they met too. It could have emotional significance, star-crossed okay. lovers and stuff. Phil, you go. Moving into the the down the hallway towards the telescope room, uh, is everybody following along? Yeah, Anton, okay. I'll go to the basement with you if you want. We don't have to all go to the same place. Yeah, we we could split up. That always works out well. Every time yeah. you do it, Part cover cover more ground quicker. Okay, that sounds great. Bill, okay, thanks for taking me with you. You're so cool. I appreciate that, Caleb. I really do. Okay. Uh, you've got some scientists stuck between your teeth, though. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Here? Right right there. Okay. Yeah. yeah you got it, buddy. Oh. So, Phil, Caleb, you walked down the hall. Uh, you... you Get to this this big, heavy double doors. The key works again, no problem. Push it open, and again a dark room, but it's huge. You can see there's a secondary like metal uh, lattice like um, balcony uh, with like a, a moving ladder around it. At the center, uh, I'm again I'm assuming you all have flashlights, but, and yeah, at the center there is a massive telescope with sort of like a seating arrangement for looking directly into whatever scopes there are. 
everything kind of seems to be retracted at this point. The ceiling, this dome ceiling is, is kind of curved shut. There are a handful of these smaller windows that, that are kind of on the balcony level that wrap around the whole dome that give a little bit of light kind of coming down from the stars and, and such outside. Um, it looks to be in relatively professional looking condition as far as you could tell neat and tidy just just from yeah. first glance yeah uh so yeah looking around nothing nothing stands out just looks like a regular well if you want to look at something further if there's something you're looking you just let me know what you're doing and maybe we investigate uh, yeah yeah so you know i'm just going off my preconceived thoughts on this uh but you know usually when someone captures an alien and you know keeps it as uh you know their special uh i forget what the scientist said uh it's big it's a big creature hmm. and hmm. i don't see any big creatures in here that's that's correct you do not and smells not as intense here Oh no! The whole, the whole place it's just, just got that permeated. weird smell. Yeah, yeah. Okay, Caleb, I bet it's downstairs. Oh, well, we should listen to Anton more often. As yeah, you guys I are saying so. that. You hear slam as the two doors that where you came into the observatory slam shut. I'm gonna go over to Anton and Donna. You climb. <laughs> You find stairs going down, no issues, no problem. Um, there's only one set of keys that he had. Uh, so he had one set of keys. So I'm assuming, because we've already kind of said that Phil and Caleb have it. Uh, he did also have a key card, like with his picture on it. And you can see it was like, it was one of those things. It's like a, a very, very early uh, security card. Uh, that hasn't been accounted for yet. So if you want to say you have it, that's fine. But the yeah, I can say Phil threw that to me, and he took the physical keys. But there is yeah, a door that. that okay, there is a door that goes down. Uh, it's not labeled basement, but it's just sort of like you know mechanical stuff. So it's like it's it's like mechanic various mechanical controls for the actual uh, for the actual telescope. Uh, you go down the down, down the steps. Same thing. That smells just kind of still kind of all around. Something smells really. Ugh, it's not great. You open the door very dark down here and there is machinery that seems to attach to the the massive telescope above uh there's plenty of storage stuff stacked up in storage here and there it looks like all of it's packed away and labeled uh for whatever uh, you know for for dr weed's company and whatnot is his and, and everything uh but you you don't see any monsters waiting around to pounce on you but that is what you see when you first pop in what you guys want to do? Anton, you got an idea where we should be going down here? Somewhere where it's dark, I would assume. Um, hmm. So farthest corner, shine a light. Yes, yes, let's. See what we see. Okay. Uh, uh, let me just can... make sure I'm, I'm loaded. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> Is this uh, thing on? Okay. Why don't one of you roll help out? And the other one of you roll, uh, based on that, you'll roll, like, investigate a mystery. 
How about we I'll do that? Help out? Yeah, I'm it's hoping. cool. And then investigate a mystery is sharp. I got nine on my help out. So okay, it's a plus one. So that's a plus Personal one. Success. Yeah, it's a plus one, but it does explode. That's a nine. Ten. That's a ten. Okay. So the two of you are moving about, you're going into the dark recesses here and there, and there's a lot of them. And there's and you're and you're occasionally hearing like this like the grinding of a gear or something getting dragged or this or that. There's little those those industrial noises just, just pop up here and there. And then Anton, you see as you shine the light there in this like recessed corner, there appears to be a metal door. And next to it, there is some kind of uh, some kind of small little scan panel, like where you would put a, a kind of a key card to a press a key card to. You think it's a private elevator. You think it's a, a special little individual elevator. It's what it looks like the door anyway, because there's no handle on the door or anything like that. But as you have that shining and like you you see that, Donna, you 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 guys are like weaving in between this like heavy machinery here and there. And Donna, your your hands still kind of bugging you and bleeding you and you know bleeding a bit here and there, and maybe you have a bandage wrapped around it. And part of that bandage comes frayed and gets caught up in this small little grind, and you feel yourself, your arm suddenly is wrenched behind you. You can feel your shoulder just just gonna go popped out a little bit as your your arm nearly gets ripped off fortunately the bandage rips but i am gonna say let's take a, a minus one on your next uh you know we'll, we'll kind of do a, a what's it called forward forward minus one on your next roll as your arm is now like you just kind of got yanked into that uh into the gears and anton you just hear this like yelp that just sort of comes from the side of you as she her shoulder yeah. is dislocated <laughs> Oh, oh, damn. I need you to pop that back in that. Oh, that hurt. Oh, no, hold on. So with that investigating mystery, so I got a 10. So that was yes. two things I could ask. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you get a whole Are we two. Are do it so that way? Spend, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, go ahead. So what's being concealed here? Okay. And uh, go ahead. Oh, so I was going to say, is this is a, concealed? well, that's not being concealed. You see it as a private elevator, but what you would be able to conclude, Anton, based upon just seeing the building is that there's no way that this little corner is that you didn't see anything above that this elevator goes to. This elevator goes down, goes into, yeah. it's concealing a lower hidden unknown level beneath the observatory. Okay. So that's one. You um, get a second. Yeah, uh, none of them really fit, though. I want to know. Just ask. If you have a question, just ask a question. It doesn't have to be the list. Okay. Um, like, where does it go? If I can get an idea of, like, you know, dimensionality. Like, how big is this place? What did we see on the out outside? Where would this actually end up going? It'd be going into the, like, you guys came up a mountain, basically. It came up, uh, you know. So it would be going into mountain. the mountain. It'd be going into the mountain. Yeah. Okay, good enough. Oh, here, here, let me get that shoulder. Uh, get the elevator there. Uh, it's got to descend into the mountain. I mean, the most deepest subterranean places. That's of course where the Venusians would choose the lair. I, I believe you. Should we uh, get the other two and go down, or should we just uh, hold this on ourselves? Oh no no no! We we, we need help for this. And I, 
I have to open that elevator somehow. Does the key work? You go up, you place the you pl- you place that, and you hear ding, and the door opens up. Some sort of private generator or whatever. It still seems there's still power. Ding. Oh, opens um, up. That's surprising. Uh, his love nest must be incredible. I imagine disco balls and waterbeds. Uh, <laughs> let's get the rest of them. All right, the rest of them, Phil and Caleb, <laughs> your door, the door is shut on you uh, from behind. I don't like that. No, uh, mm-hmm. me either. So is this, was that the exterior door or the door into like the observatory room? The door into the observatory room. Okay. Uh, I ready my baseball bats and with my flashlight scan the area for something to hit. Read a bad situation, maybe? I think that sounds spot on. All right. I'm going to help out. Uh, Yeah, roll roll help out. Yeah, absolutely. So you're looking one way, Phil's looking the other, both just sort of scanning, scanning, scanning. No. Caleb, you and cool so tonight are just you are not cool tonight. Yeah. It's, it's just not. It's not Caleb your night is, there. Caleb is not cool. I mean, he does he has no idea the differences between mod, goth, and punk. It's not cool at all. My um, so gosh. There are you're lots getting of plenty of XP. Yeah. yeah. There are all sorts of uh like when you're walking around the room looking on the floor of the room with the big telescope. There are grates and things and like because it's not just sitting here, but it connects to the various mechanisms that we were just describing for Donna and Anton. And as you're moving, Caleb, you don't notice that one of those gratings has been removed and you just fall and you fall down into this little trough I love it. Uh, where some of the machinery is and you're just oh, just kind of trapped down into that. Phil, how did you do on yours? I got a five. <laughs> so. Uh, <laughs> you're bad at reading. Yeah. <laughs> <Bad situation. laughs> Words are for nerds. Okay. So you hear someone trying to get through the door. Like they're trying, like the doors that like you, you think someone's trying to either get through the door or like lock the door or chain the door. Someone's at the door uh, trying to, and you're, you're pretty sure that that's your, someone's trying to come. Someone's either trying to like lock you in here. And then you look around and Caleb's missing. Like you're being, oh, <laughs> I got to boot that door open. Okay. So either so, I'm going to stop them from locking me in, or if they're, I'm going to ambush them before they ambush me. Okay, describe what you do with your ambush. Uh, I just run at the door uh, and then just Sparta kick dead center <laughs> on the door to send it flying open. All right, roll kick some ass. Yeah. Nine? Okay, partial okay. success. You throw yourself into the door, Sparta kick into it, and you hear... <laughs> As your sister Donna on the other side was just trying to open it up, and you just smashed the doors ah. right into her face. Uh, <laughs> Donna, you're gonna take 
one harm, but it'll be temporary, ongoing. Like you just, just your nose is now kind of busted. Your eyes are a little watery. And then Phil, it really hurt when you did this. So your ankle's a little busted. So minus one <laughs> to any, uh, to any, any on, on minus one ongoing for your your kind of busted ankle as you just spart a kick into your own sister who is just coming to get uh-huh. you. Ow. Okay. Oh, I thought you were something Since scary. You kick doors like that. Just I thought you, some. I'm sorry. You yell first, like you. Just, but you don't yell when you're ambushing someone. Oh, that's, that's a good point. But this really freaking hurts, and I just dislocated my shoulder, and now you. Why would you do the that? Door into my gosh. Oh, Caleb's missing too. Oh, uh, Anton found an elevator. Elevator goes down. Did Caleb fall? I don't know. He was there and then he wasn't. Uh, oh, Caleb. Is. And Caleb. Caleb, Caleb is trapped. Uh, he's stuck down in this trough. You can see he's like maybe five, six feet down. Anton, I'm assuming, were you following Donna up? Oh, yeah. Or were you yeah. Ha- okay. So you come up, you see Donna's bleeding from her nose. Phil is is laboring on his ankle. You guys start trundling back into this observatory room. Caleb is trapped down in the trough. And that's when something moves up on the balcony area. And there's like this, this eclipse that basically happens. As you had that starlight coming in through the windows. And you guys hear... <laughs> as something starts moving around. And you see this massive shadow above, and then it curves around behind to the opposite side of the telescope. Anton, shoot it. <laughs> <laughs> Wondering to myself the whole time, it's like, you've seen me shoot, and you're still asking. This is on you. <laughs> my, my gun jammed. I can't shoot it. Oh, that's right. My hand hurts. <laughs> my hand hurts from the I'll gun. My shoulder dislocated. If you would like <laughs> to take the, the shot, face. yes, go right ahead. It's a bad day. Okay, uh, I I will spend one of the user plus ones if we've got it. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Go. Is for there it. a way to add it before I roll the die or no? Uh, maybe right clicking. I'm not sure. Doesn't matter. Eh, you could change your okay, plus. Okay, so it's just a plus one. So it's a 10. Nice. Okay. So uh, you get to choose an effect. So, uh, you, so you choose one extra effect. You either gain the advantage and take plus one forward, or you can give plus one forward to another hunter. Uh, you can inflict terrible harm, which means you would get plus one harm to whatever it is that you're doing already. Uh, in this case, you're not, I don't think you're going to, like, like you suffer less harm, which is minus one harm, but you're not, you wouldn't, too, you wouldn't get any harm in this case, so it doesn't make sense. Or you force them where you want them. Okay. Um, oh, is there anything nearby that it could possibly fall into or tip over on? They can fall off the balcony. Like they could certainly yes. do that. Yes. So I'm yeah. going to have them teeter up. right on the edge and I'm going to take that as the bonus. Okay. So you fire, so, you fire a couple shots. We'll say well, yeah. you hear it get hit and like that <laughs> kind of like, like Yelp comes out. And then one of the bullets also will say like hits just so happens to perfectly hit like one of the reinforcement beams that caused the balcony to just waver a little bit. Yeah. And then this mass of, of blackness falls, flops onto the ground, 
And then as it stands slowly, when you shine the lights over towards it, you see all these different eyes just begin to glow one after the other. You hear this kind of hideous snarl as you see the largest chupacabra you have ever seen. And you have at this point seen probably about a dozen or more as this looks to be a very massive looking, maybe matriarch, alpha, whatever terminology you want to use here. Uh, as it is now on the ground and how much, um, how much harm does your gun do there, Anton? That is a good question. Uh, under my equipment, uh, 38 revolver does, it doesn't say, um, two harm. There you go. Two harm. Two harm. Okay. All right. This does have armor, but that does that. It's still, you can still see that you did get through it a bit, but this does seem to be maybe the, 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 the chupacabra matriarch, we'll call it as a, a point has caught through, but you see as it falls, it's kind of shaking and it's getting itself back together. I'm going to say it's like stunned uh, as well because it took the fall. And so it doesn't immediately leap out at you, uh, but you can see it's getting ready to sort of charge in. Meanwhile, Caleb is still trapped in the trough. Anton, you've shot. Phil, Donna, Donna, your hand hurts. What are you guys doing? Uh, like uh, Mama Cabra from chat. <laughs> yeah, Mama Cabra's good. Mm-hmm. I like that. That's good. It's Mama Cabra. Um, Donna being, she she's going to do this, stupid or not, because she remembered where to hit the other one. So okay. she's going to try to, with her one harm knife, go try to stab this one in the same place. You're going to try to slide underneath. It's very big. Mm-hmm. And so you could potentially mm-hmm. try to slide underneath it. Now, mm-hmm. there is a significant amount of dangers to this action. However, I am going to say take a plus one to this because Anton did kind of stun it as it fell. So it is kind of sort of shaking its head. It didn't expect to fall uh, as you try to slide underneath and stab her in the weak spot. Okay. Uh, go for it. Um, That's an eight. So it's a partial success. Okay, partial success so, is still very good. So uh, you're going to get harm back, unfortunately, but it does mean that, so as you come running up, you slide underneath, you get your knife up, you feel it eventually pierce through something as it originally it was just scraping along scales and then it gets to the weak spot and it gives and you continue to slide underneath uh, because this, not only does it bypass its armor, but you're getting double damage uh, from attacking it in its weak spot. So all that damage goes through. Uh, and nice. again, some blood and some fluid kind of fall down on you. But at the same time, as you keep sliding, you don't stay underneath there. It'll leap. And then with this big maul, will just, just bite down at you. Uh, and um, yeah, we'll say that you're going to take... Uh, I'm trying to look at its stats again because I do actually have stats for it. Other people should remember to take audience extras. I forgot to take audience extras, but don't be silly like me and remember to take your audience extras when it's your turn. I totally should have. I'm going to say take one point of harm uh, from its bite, but it's also going to, because it's actually a three harm situation, but I'm going to say take one point of actual physical harm, but it's pinning you down at the same time. So you can't slide away. And roll away. So you are literally pinned prone right now. So that's we'll say that's what the that's what the situation is. So I'm up to five harm, by the way, for everyone to know. And I look uh, cool. <laughs> worse for wear at this and point. You are that's pinned rough. by Mama Cabra. Uh, <laughs> Phil, Caleb, what do you guys want to do? 
Well, haven't done anything yet. Yeah, yeah. Caleb's still uh, I'm going to <laughs> untrap. I'm going to help Caleb untrap himself. Okay. No roll necessary. This really just takes time is what it is. So you hop down. Okay. Caleb's, Caleb's kind of tangled up a bit down there, and it's kind of this tight wedge, and you're able to pull him back up. But this, but while you're doing this, you're not attacking this creature. So, yeah. Yeah. So it's it's getting ready to just smush down on Donna and just take this massive paw, the very thing that you saw, that weird scaly paw out in the mm-hmm. out in the dust. And it just looks like it's just gonna push down on her and just crush. Uh, so that's what was about to happen. Anton or Donna, you see this happening. Do either of you want to do something? I'm pinned at the moment, I think, right? You are pinned underneath it, though. Like It, it has one of its, its claw paws on top of you. Is there anything... So there was power, right? There's backup there power, was right? Power. Yeah, there's power. Power yeah. to flow through here just fine. Just, everything just there... seems to be shut off. That's all. Okay, is there anything nearby like uh, wires, like power conduits, anything like that oh, yeah. at all? There's all sorts of these different terminals and things around here. These small little TVs okay. for displaying various things. Computer, com- like there's a couple of computer desks on on one of the ridges there. Yeah. Okay, uh, Anton. Anton's going to try and shock the crap out of it by finding some uh, some power conduits that he can turn the power on and shove it in while I yell out, get her out from there. Okay. (laughs) Yes, please. Absolutely. I think this is great. Um, We could, I'll give you a choice. Uh, You could either say just kick some ass or you could say act under pressure. Like either one of those is fine. Like whatever you prefer, Anton, for this role. You cool or are you tough? Act. I am cool. Act under pressure. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. So um, the panic. I kind of don't want her to get shocked friends. to death, though. So is can I hold someone to try and pull her out or something, or do I have to act right now? I would say because Phil hopped down to help Caleb, Caleb, yeah. which was were sort of responding to one of the trouble that Caleb got put in. You kind of have to like they are not going to be able to do that. All right. I would say that's before. fine. Yeah. Any audience points left? Do we have another point? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. For sure. Okay. I'll spend it. Okay. Okay. Uh, that's a seven, eight. Uh, that's an eight. Okay. So you're going to get, um, okay. Here's what I'm going to say. <laughs> so the, the keeper is going to give you a worse outcome, hard choice, or price to pay. Here's the price to pay to Anton. Anton. <laughs> you're going to sort of shock yourself uh, at the same time as you reach out and grab these things and you go to stab them in, like your hand slips and the, the sure. edge of yeah, and so yeah. we'll say like your hands just go like they they burn, become numb, and so any from from for the rest of this fight you have minus one ongoing because you're if for anything that requires like dexterity or or movement ah, hands, it's worse than the diabetes. <laughs> <laughs> this does, however, Donna, give you an opportunity as you could definitely see this thing has has uh, has sort of shocked the vibrating out. to kind of slide out of it. Do you want to slide out of it? No, or do you I'm want to be heroic. Again. Yeah, just I'm stab it. Be heroic and stab it again. I am okay. heroic. All right. Um, I will. Right. I will say plus one. We'll say on. Uh, I'll give you a plus one ongoing because it is being shocked now at this point. You can see it's sure, sure, actively sure. harming it. It's not killing it, but it's certainly mm-hmm. annoying the hell out of it. I I don't have anything to take a picture, but that is a double six, so that ends up being a. <laughs> <laughs> 14 but it's really just a 12 plus okay 
So you complete. So you can pick an enhanced effect. You can give all hunters in the fight plus one forward. You can suffer no harm at all. You weren't going to suffer any in this case anyway. Your attack can inflict double harm, uh, double the normal harm, or you can attack, can drive the enemy away in a route. Now, I would say the last one, you probably don't want to do that. No, that I don't want to do gonna that. it's going to get out of here alive. No. Um, okay. So I feel like double harm okay. is probably better because all four of us aren't here to fight this thing. All right, so you're doing. Okay. Well, it is... actually, no, because no, Bert, you still have a gun, right? Which is yes. two harm. I'll but do the... His hands now are, are yeah. kind of are numb. Okay, so, it's gonna so be I'll do the plus one to... forward. I'll do All the right. plus one forward to help with that. Okay. Sounds good. You stab away. It's a, is it a. Did you say it was a two? Was it one it's damage a one knife? knife? It's a knife. Okay. It's just a one Don't. knife. Yeah. You stab up. No problem. And you're again just kind of stabbing away at this underbelly. And again, these weird like organs and this discolored blood starts to seep out. Uh, but you are still, you're no longer pinned, but you're kind of still up underneath it in a fairly vulnerable position. But it's at this point that Phil, Caleb, you climb up out of the trough. You see Anton, his hands kind of starting to smoke from where, from where he's holding these, uh, uh, these electrical cords against the creature. You see Donna is like underneath it, just hacking up at it. Like she's a, like she's working, like a plumber working on yeah. a, on a sink. <laughs> Phil and Caleb, what do you do as you pop up here? What do you want to do? I'm going to get her. You, uh, you do that. I am going <laughs> to use my bat, uh, since it's wooden to try and unelectrocute Anton. Okay. Just um, I, I don't think, I don't think you need to roll anything for that. I think you can just kind of push him like that's easy enough. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'll yeah. do. Okay. So you just walk, so you just run up, you just kind of shoulder into him. He stumbles. And so he finally lets go of the, of, of, of the electrical, electrical cords. Caleb, what oh. are you doing? I'm going to go for Nick. Okay. Uh, walk me through what it looks like and then we'll make the roll. Uh, so Caleb, Looks like he trips at first, but then he starts uh, moving on all fours towards uh, the chupacabra and uh, then like kind of like gets right up on it and crawls up uh, and just stabilizes the neck enough to lean in and bite in on it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, That sounds like kick some ass. Go for it, man. All right. Um, so you I get a plus one my... forward for the plus one forward from from Donna. Is uh, dice cumulative? Is audience dice cumulative, or are we gonna just cap? Yeah, it at one? You, you you were capping audience con- contributions per roll at one. Yeah. Otherwise, it just gets unstable at a right. certain point. <laughs> All right. So we'll do uh, plus one forward. So that would be an eleven. Eleven one louder. Okay, awesome. so you get to take an advantage. Uh, one extra effect. So plus one forward, give plus one forward to another hunter. You can inflict terrible harm, which is plus one harm, where you can force them where you want them. What do you want to do, Caleb? Uh, I'm going to force them where I want them. I'm going to put them on their back and not pinning Donna anymore. And okay. So, I'm, I'm on top of them. All right, so you've got... So basically, you're going to do one point of harm to it, scraping away at the underside of its neck, 
But in doing so, it kind of rears back and you take that reared moment to, to just shoulder into it. And even though it's huge because it's kind of also dealing with the wounds from Donna, it slips, falls over on its side, exposing the weakness, the weak part of its belly. You can see there's already been some, some cuts, some scrapes, some stabs, and there's definite oozing from there of whatever is inside. But it's on his side at this point. What do you, who, who does what? Who, who, who tries to finish this thing off? You know, I'm there with my bat. Uh, I'm just going to try and club it in the oozy gross wounds. Go right ahead, man. Uh, take, take the plus one from Donna. Okay. That's good because that'll offset the minus one. Okay. <laughs> You're not so tough, are you? Oh, no. <laughs> I am handsome, uh, and that is Phil's I agree. special power. Thanks, Jeff. <laughs> uh, so. Ten. Hey. Do you want to do extra harm? Do you want to yes. do some other advantage? Okay. What's the, what's the total damage harm. that you're... Uh, the bat is two, so I will be inflicting three. Your bat okay. does more than my knife. It does. Go ahead, Phil. Because you took the extra the extra harm, go ahead and describe how you okay. bludgeon oh. this thing to death. I I am gonna just thematically, I wanna see the stab wounds, the little openings, and I'm like, I go up to swing, I'm like, wait, and then I just kind of turn it and I just stab <laughs> in with the bat. Like just <laughs> I, I just get a little stir the bat on your knee and then just start. No, stabbing it's my only shots. bat. It's oh, my okay. only yeah. bat. No, I'm just going to yeah. just, just blunt end right into a stab wound and just push it on in. Okay. And so you start stab, stab, stab. And then like, it's a, it's a weird stab because it's a blunt stab, but there's been some, some slits that have yeah, already been yeah. opened between Caleb and Donna. And you can just see like the pressure of the stab just, every time you pull the bat out you like you pull out like a ruptured organ and then another ruptured organ Ew. and then another and just keeps yanking out until after a while the thing hasn't really moved for a bit but you still go just go and eventually all of you realize the thing's not moving anymore not breathing the heart's not beating as it you have actually killed mama cabra oh you guys hear oh, so well, that was distant screeches like these like of pain that kind of die off like this this like this how the screech and how and then kind of die off at the same time you do remember when you were speaking with uh dr weed in the first session that he did say that there might be like a hive mind situation here oh, or like yeah. a queen controlling them nice okay big bro so, you oh nice shot Thanks. Let's let's get you up. I'm gonna pull out my little comb and brush out my mustache. Mm -hmm. Get the chunks not, out of it. Hey man, not that arm, the nice other shot. arm. That's the shoulder oh, that my I bad. dislocated. God. <laughs> Someone should take my picture because I won't remember. Yeah. I have a camera. <laughs> nice. <laughs> That's right. Take it do. out. <laughs> you can take as many pictures. It's like a as hunting trophy. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. But you can also log, the, you know, take some pictures and log it. I think you took a couple of the smaller one, but now you can, like, take some time to log mm -hmm. it. Maybe when you do get your monster book, this is part yep, of the yep, monster yep. book thing. Mm, nice. Okay. So 
I'll, I'll just to, to wrap this up, you guys uh, move around the observatory some more. You go and investigate. The elevator does, in fact, go down to a special laboratory below. And you do find that there is an extra entrance that comes in here. There's like this massive like exhaust that goes out into the cliff. And as you, you know, kind of, kind of goes over kind of outside the side of a cliff, essentially, it just sort of spills out. And it seems to be the way that the Chupacabras have been coming and going. But you also notice that there is like a room where there's just bodies piled up where some of these have been being dragged back. And you realize that there's these little tiny, well, not tiny, they're actually quite large, chupacabra eggs that seem to be kind of pulsing here and there as if they're getting ready to feed some of their young. Presumably, do you bop them all in the head and, and, and oh, clean yeah. them out? And yeah. Caleb <laughs> starts eating a few here and there. Uh, have but at yes, it, Caleb. Have you're at able... It. You're able to to kind of clean out this sort of this this little uh, this little area where apparently like the the mama cabra has been bringing food back to get ready to to have more of her brood and have it more expand. And we'll say that you guys clean on torch whatever you want to torch, take whatever files you want to take. Go back outside as the sun's starting to come up. Get into your dude buggy, your ATV. Yep. Drive drive back down. You see along the way, there's a handful of these like mounds in the ground where it looks like some of her brood have like already kind of keeled over, like from like the shock of her death, kind of cycling through the system has kicked them over onto the side. You find your van. I'm assuming maybe we don't go check on the two kids. Maybe questions better left unanswered. <laughs> yep. We'll just, we don't look presentable right now. Sure. So we if I don't know for sure, I can't go. write the truth. Exactly. <laughs> That's <laughs> it's uh yeah. It's, it's like, uh, it's like the cat thing, right? You know, you yeah. Never yeah. Know. yeah. You don't. Yep. Yep. And we'll say you get in your van and you start driving the hell away. Having mm. saved the town of Mountain Willow from a mama cabra and her her packs. And, and we, also that's we take yeah. uh, the other running brother with us. So real quick, oh, yeah. Anton's oh, yeah. on his portable <laughs> Actually, he computer and he's hive. Oh yeah, go ahead. Okay. Go ahead, Anton. Anton's on his portable computer. He's making a post to the uh uh the cryptid BBS system entitled the shagging of the chupacabra. <laughs> Doogie Housering it. Doogie Housering. Oh my god. Oh my god, like the closing epilogue of the of the episode. Yeah. Oh good. Yeah. That's yep. so good. The big like blue that. screen that pops up. All right. Uh all right. Well, that'll be the end of the first scenario. Uh so we will pick up with a new one next time around in two weeks. Uh Jeremy will be back at that point and we can tell him all about what happened <laughs> and how his brother almost ate himself to death. So uh that'll be fun. That'll be fun. Yeah. Why don't we do some clothes and plugs and we'll get on out of here? We are running late, so let's go ahead and do that fast. Chuck, what's going on with DOK? Uh Wednesday, Dungeon Crawl Classics, night below. Friday, uh, Joe is making a game called Anvia, and we're playtesting a campaign of it. Yeah. Perfect. Uh, Bert, Steam, Steel, and Murder. Werewolf 20th Anniversary Edition tomorrow night. Friday, BX, some classic Dungeons and Dragons. Saturday, um, Cyberpunk Red. Very, very cool. Uh, let's see. Uh, who's next? Adam, what's going on uh, on your neck of the woods? Uh, a lot. But um, no matter what happens, uh, if you subscribe to our YouTube channel, 
then um, you will know what's going on. So um, I would say just check out Groom and Perilous Plays on, or Groom and Perilous Studios on YouTube and um, subscribe to that. Our website also has uh, the link to it. So, yeah. Okay, perfect. Uh, as for us, tomorrow night, Tuesday night, we are back to Marvel. Steven will be running our X-Men game. Uh, Thursday, we are also playing Werewolf. We're playing the new uh, uh, new version 5. Uh, so you can see Melissa and I, a couple others in it. Uh, Friday, uh, we're doing a one-shot of um, of Eat the Reich. Uh, Aaron, Aaron's running us through Eat the Reich. As, uh, we're, we're not quite ready to start our Warhammer 40K, so we're just going to do a little one-shot of that because the PDF dropped last week. Uh, Saturday, nothing. We are taking Saturday what? off because we just finished a two-year campaign and we're going to take Saturday off, but we will be back soon. We have decided on our new campaign. Uh, it's not going to start up for a couple weeks. Uh, we're probably going to do like a, maybe some little palate cleanser in between, but we decided on the next game. So something new is coming. We're just taking this weekend off. Uh, and then Monday next week, Back to Fragged, Fragged Empire, uh, where we're nice. alternating Mondays with this game. Uh, so thanks, everyone, hanging out. Thank you, those of you who threw out some bits and such like that. Uh, go ahead and check everyone's Twitch pages, YouTube pages. Make sure you're following everybody. Uh, and we will, uh, we're going to go ahead and raid uh, our friends over at Diesel Shot. So follow the raid and catch y'all later. Bye-bye. <laughs>